just chasing down just bad guys and helping people in need. Not that I would know what a ranching activity actually looks like. It's it's just like rounding up cattle and taking them just like it does in the Tom of Finland cartoons. All right, that's all you need. That it just it's exactly like that. These are mostly motorcycles. Yeah, that's what I thought was odd on the motorcycles on the ranch. They still had chaps though, right? Nick genre is a gift of my people. (laughs) (laughs) All right, right, we are now recording, and we'll probably turn that first part off. But we are recording. Welcome to the home of Vincent Kovar. You must if we say your full name and uh, on on the internets. My character name or my? It's your name, Vince Kovar, oh. Keymaster of Gozer. Yes, that's me. All right, we're in Vince's lovely home. I'm Scott Clancy, and uh, we are going to attempt to play a game of Hollow Earth Expedition. And I am surrounded by a a huge pile of hopefully enthusiastic players who. Uh, are ready to get their pulp on. So, um, the basic, uh, the name of the expedition, or the name of the campaign, if it does indeed extend that far, is Sky Raiders of Lemuria. Chapter 1, Escape from New York. <laughs> so, the question is, we're all, we're all, the expedition is going to be traveling by Zeppelin. Alright, i got to ask this question right off the bat. What are you naming your Zeppelin? Uh, you don't think I'm going to name your Zeppelin for you. You're going what on a Zeppelin. Zeppelin is it? Zephyr? Done! Oh, it's the no. Zephyr. No, not the Zephyr. <laughs> That's bad luck. You don't name it after the wind. The wind is kind of your enemy. Alright. Mariah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say the pariah? Mariah. Oh, Mariah. That's like with a P. It's the pariah. The Oklahoma. <laughs> yeah. Okay. The Arkansas. <laughs> Where the wind comes rustling across the plains. Wow. All right, fine. Um, I, I got to tell you. It's the Oklahoma. It's the Oklahoma. Fine. That's, All right. Sounds like a military airship. Yeah, it does. They were but all it, the ones that were named after states. We'll call it the SS. Or the. Mm, SA? Well, it would be. Uh, well, if it was German, it would be LS. Luftschiffer. So it's airship AS. The AS. Oklahoma. Every time I hear Oklahoma, I think of Steve Martin. Oklahoma, Oklahoma, yeah. Oklahoma, Oklahoma. Great. So it's named after the chant of his of, of Rupert, the the the, yes, yes. the the tard boy from. Okay. So, anyways, the airship is clearly named the Oklahoma, and it will be departing from the top of the Empire State Building, of course, uh, taking this expedition to the island, the Isla Boca del Diablo, the Devil's Mouth. Obviously, you shouldn't take anything. Sinister away with from the name of the island. Uh, Isla Boca del Diablo is this legendary island that various members of this expedition have heard about and have various motives for trying to get there. Uh, the island is uh, reputed to be wreathed in uh, fog and uh, mists. Uh, it is also reported to be surrounded by nasty, nasty reefs. Possibly because it is volcanic, it's a, a volcanic caldera with a sort of worn-down atoll of reefs around it, and then a central uh, island in the middle of all that. Um, that makes approaching it by ship nigh impossible. It is also hard to find uh, because it exists in an area of ocean where compasses do seem to fail, radios are played havoc with by interference. It uh, has a number of odd physical uh, properties. Well, thank uh, God there's an airship mooring there. Oh, yeah. We'd be really screwed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> well, I'll have to point out that the Oklahoma, not the Zephyr, uh, designed by... Really? 
Yes. Okay, sure. Dr. Pollock. <laughs> is a uh, is a revolutionary design in airships. Uh, apparently it uh, it's a uh, it, uh, it achieves lift through forward momentum, providing it with even more lift capacity than the average uh, airship of the time. So I'll ensure it'll have no trouble making a landing. So maybe the Zephyr is the model of the airship. <laughs> well, we lost the Zephyr. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the island is also purported to be uh, uh, the home for... Now, the, the stories of the, of the island have come from... Uh, Explorers, Spanish explorers, um, and uh, Portuguese explorers. If I was not so lazy, I would have looked up the Portuguese for the Devil's Mouth. Um, but uh, it's the kind of it's a place that has been uh, uh, told of for centuries as a sort of uh, legendary destination, and it is allegedly uh, filled with besides being surrounded by reefs, capped by a volcano, and of course. Uh, surrounded by mists, it also has the reputation for, depending on which stories you read, having savage natives, um, having uh, mythological creatures on it, uh, and uh, also uh, being uh, inhabited by um, uh, the, the ruins of some ancient civilization. So it's got the stories, which are not consistent, cover all of the best player character bait. <laughs> that is able to be provided. So there's some lost treasure. There is clearly some lost treasure. If there's a lost civilization, there's lost treasure. I yeah. mean, they just leave that shit laying around. Yeah, they don't take it with them. No, when the civilization collapses, they usually just leave the gold ingots in a nice, neat stack someplace. You know, you'll already note that on, already on pallets for us. Yes, it's already palletized. Hopefully, strapped down. I keep thinking of that. Uh, there's that scene in China Seas with um, oh, who is it? Uh, uh, the guy played Rut Butler, where they're they've got the gold shipment that they're shipping, and they got to get past the get it past the melee pirate, so they hide it inside a steamroller. Uh, they they take the big wheel in the steamroller and they fill the the gold bullion or whatever inside it, you know. And then at some point during the movie, there's a storm, and there's the ship, and it's a whole set is being rocked. The steamroller breaks loose and is rolling back and forth across the deck, crushing all the Chinese. You know, poorest passengers on the ship who don't get a cabin, you know, and it was out on the deck in the storm. And the steam was just rolling back and forth over people. And half the crew who doesn't know that the gold's on board are like, throw it over the side. And the other guys who are like, you know, signed for it, like, no, 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 save the steamroller. And they just, of course, let it run over the Chinese because, well, gee, you know, film made by white people in the 30s. The important thing is the gold. Um, it's it's uh it was a, it was a gag that I'm like how am I gonna get a how am I gonna get a steamroller filled with gold and if this is all but since I haven't figured out how to get a zeppelin loaded with uh, steamrollers we're just gonna have to load it up with this expedition so we'll start on my right here Mr. <coughs> Gellin will you introduce yourself to the internet with my full name or my character's name as much as you prefer to reveal all right then I am Professor Gregory Mayweather. Um, I am a linguist. I'm going for some translation, but I've also heard that there's some strange hieroglyphics on the island. Exactly. I'd like to get a peek at. All right. Uh, moving on, I guess it would be counterclockwise. We come to our other uh, academic on this trip, who is? Dr. Samantha Doyle Johnson. I am the person who actually found the map to the island, and I'd like to go there to... Find Professor Whiteman, my um, mentor, who vanished here several years ago. 
under mysterious circumstances. Moving again, counterclockwise, we get to the man who financed this fiasco. Fiasco. This is a grand adventure. <laughs> I'm the Viscount Victor von Weimar und Woodmere. You, you realize that that doesn't mean... Do you speak German? Good, then you don't know that that doesn't make any oh, sense. Oh, my character does. Oh, does your character speak German? Then you might realize that doesn't make any sense. There's a whole reason why it He's makes paying, sense. so it makes perfect sense. <laughs> He's got it. That's He's got the an whole angle. reason. Yeah. He did, he did finance this airship thing. We have so, lots of investors angle. who are wanting to, uh, to send us off to gather exotic specimens, film, radio recordings, and treasures to take in my traveling circus show. This is going to work out perfect. <clears throat> so, um, Sean, or I will go ahead. Do you have more to add to this? We just need to figure out how to set up the radio broadcast equipment on the ship. Now, that's easy to do. Uh, the, there is a wireless on the uh, the Oklahoma. Don't you worry about that. Um, now, there is that suggestion that there may be a certain amount of radio interference once you get in the vicinity of Isla Boca del Diablo. But I'm sure that it's you can over. You've got it. You've got this. Physicist with you, I'm sure he will help you overcome it. Spend a lot of time making sure that radio is going to work for reasons of my own. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sean. I'm Kenton Knight, uh, soon to be action hero extraordinaire. Mm-hmm. Um, I do running, jumping, climbing, and pretty much all of my own stunts. Um, but I have no lick of sense on me whatsoever. <laughs> so if you hand me a hammer, I might just throw it overboard. I don't know what it does. <laughs> But I'm very attractive, even though I'm only about five foot two. Well, we're just going to have to shoot your co-star in a ditch. Yes. I mean, she's just going to have to. We're going to put you in a box. I'm on a crate. I carry around an egg crate with me wherever I go so that I can look like I'm taller than I am. You are taller than me. I'm only five foot. Ooh, perfect. You may may immediately be dragooned. Which reminds me, Vince, um, how many actors do you wish to bring on this? And by actors, I mean meat shields. <laughs> That's a horrible way to look at it. Practical, but horrible. Um, well, we only need, uh, I don't know, half a dozen actors and some crew and... All right, so between... Assistants and servants. Between cameraman, uh, sound guy, um, uh, the guy with the clacky thing who says, you know, click, scene one, whatever, reel this... Um, we're talking about, about, let's go six people. Uh, we'll be just, I'll just pull out random out of the IMDB as far as names go. And since they've, they've been so quickly, since they've been so quickly named, uh, I'm sure they'll be important later. Do you have a leading lady in mind? Bunny Brass. All right, Bunny Brass it is. Now, I'm, I'm, I, all right, with the, with the name, with the name Bunny Brass, the first thing I think of is, is, um, What's her name from Born Yes? Judy, Holl- Judy Holiday yep. from Born Yesterday. So are we going with that? Someone who perhaps was really good in the silence, and then maybe this noise, this sound thing isn't the best. Have you seen uh, uh, Born Yesterday? No. Um, oh my God, what is wrong with you? Yeah, it's a bad move. You should definitely go out and see it. Uh, <laughs> Judy Holiday plays the incredibly dumb girlfriend who gets who gets smarter than her boyfriend, and eventually, you know, sort of outwits the thuggish. Yeah. Bradrick Crawford uh, boyfriend, but when she starts off, she has the world's greatest uh, voice. You know, the first time you hear it, it's like he like he calls for her. You know, and I can't remember her character's name, but it's like it's basically the voice of Harley Quinn. Yeah, it's it, exactly. She's got this, you know, 
Jersey-ish, horrible jersey What? What do you want? You know, I, boy, it's just perfect. So. She doesn't have a lot of lines. No, but she looks great. She mainly screams. <laughs> great. great. So I should probably mention at this point, too, I'm going to need a porter for my, right. crate, my crate full of books. All right, well, um, I'm sure that there will be crew on this Zeppelin. I'm going to throw out the random number of ten crewmen. They'll all be named things like Jocko, Manny... Uh, the Hans. kids, the kid, Jimmy. you know, things like that. <clears throat> Moving along to our other academic, uh, Dr. Paul Abicht, an extraordinarily reasonable scientist who is in the forefront of experimentation with large mechanical devices, automatons, and certain scientific principles. I'm taking it you do not need an actual porter then. No, no. Unfortunately, I have a lot more, except I just, you know, don't have enough points. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's just enough. Plus, there's the weight on the airship. Yes. So, do you have an assistant? Uh, no. <laughs> okay. I, I, no, I could no hunchback. No Maybe a dwarf. <laughs> no hunchback assistant. No. Uh, no, I'm they're small and for, light. For, for being a guy with a one string and kind of puny, I'm actually fast and I'm very good with a gun. And so I fancy myself extraordinarily self-reliant. As long as someone doesn't beer. grab me by the scruff of my neck. In which case, I, yeah. am a, I am a sack of flour to be thrown in <laughs> <laughs> So, stay at arm's reach, I think is the two. Yeah. Right. So, I'm the inventor of the unfortunately named Oklahoma. Um, you'll note, by the way, I assume that this character sheet now is approved. Oh, yeah. Yes. Okay, so I'll just be, keep embellishing as we go. Nothing that's... that would change the actual plot of the game. All right. <laughs> well, that's, I, I actually think that that's, you know, unlike. Fucking call of Cthulhu, where it's like, did you write it in your character sheet? No, doesn't exist. You die. That's not how Pulp works. Pulp is fluid. So there are no propellers on this Zeppelin. There's just sort of a whining sound. <laughs> uh, both both the, uh, the ship itself and the crew. The um, uh, And most of my time on this, I'm going to be sitting right by this radio, making constant communications, checking the logs, and checking my watch. All right. All of this relates back to 1906 Ecuador. And so we can start broadcasting the double bladed adventure hour. (laughs) My log reports. (laughs) (laughs) Well, my character, Klondike Dead Eye Bob, it's kind of, he's there. He, he, he works for the Viscount, Viscount, whatever you want to call yourself. I I don't know anymore. (laughs) Changes. But I do as I'm told, and I, I really feel that as this airship thingy takes off from the top of this building that I don't want to go to the top of. I'm going to go to the center of that, sit down on the floor, open a bottle, and pass out. Okay, fair enough. It sounds like a a rational response to an irrational world. Alright, let's see here. Uh, So, how dare you drag me on this trip? Well, the pay's good. That's why I'm here. Alright, so... Um, It'll be even our... better. <laughs> when we're all filthy rich. Richer than Croesus. Huh? Yeah, there's going to be a lot of that. Alright. So, the uh, at some point, uh, let's say um, uh, 5 o'clock uh, this afternoon, uh, or tomorrow afternoon, the aircraft will be launching in full view, or actually let's call it noontime, because that, that way... No, everyone who looks up will be blinded and won't actually be able to see the Zephyr. No, make it 5 o'clock so that there's a nice setting sun over Jersey. Uh, as the sun goes down over the beautiful Jersey shore, everyone will be able to see the Zeppelin as it heads off from the top of the Empire State Building. 
<sighs> At least that's the plan. <laughs> Great. Well, he didn't think it was going to go that easy, did you? <laughs> so, um, uh, all of you guys are ensconced around New York City uh, in uh, whatever apartments or, or uh, uh, hotels that you uh, care to be ensconced in. But this close to the launching of the Oklahoma, uh, which again, all I can think of is the musical now. And is that is that the one that has, I'm just a girl that can't say no? Is that Oklahoma? Yes, it is. Right. Yeah. Okay. So you will be in the terrible pits. <laughs> I was about to say, <laughs> well, you beat me to it. So thank you, Rusty. Um, the, uh, let's see, you guys are going to be fairly close to the um, point of launch. Um, and uh, one of the things I'm not going to do is separate you guys out too much. Uh, at this point, less than 24 hours before this thing is supposed to take off, every, all of you guys are going, spending your time going up and down the elevators in the Empire State Building, moving the last of your gear onto the uh, Oklahoma. Uh, getting your, your animal cages put away, your collapsible, collapsible aluminum animal cages. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, aluminium? Aluminium, yes. It's a wonder metal. <laughs> Understand they're using it for everything now. <laughs> uh, much like a fair amount of the Zeppelin you're in, for that matter. It's all being moved into the, um, uh, it's being moved into the Oklahoma. Uh, you're, at this point, there's a certain amount of jockeying for <laughs> uh, birthing space. Um, I know this is going to come as a bit of a shock to the V-Comp, but... Um, Birthing is pretty much just a closet with a fold-down bed. That idea about the bathtub and the, the harpsichord didn't really work out. My stateroom! <laughs> as far as the, the weight issues. Uh, <laughs> now, I, I realize the they had... They, they had an aluminum piano made covered with pigskin on the... Uh, on the Hindenburg. Yes, they did. You see how well that trip went. <laughs> right now, the Hindenburg, everything's fine with the Hindenburg. It's going back and forth over Atlantic, and nobody sees any trouble for it, sees any issues. It's only... Uh, in fact, let me go ahead and throw the date out. Those yeah. Nazis, they may not be fun, but they really know how to plan a trip. <laughs> Into Poland, or possibly Czechoslovakia. The uh, date on this is, uh, it is just after uh, Chris, uh, New Year's. It is April the 6th. Well, this is a business what show, year? not a pleasure January show. 2nd is just after New Year's. I'm sorry, did I say April? Yes. I'm sorry, I meant to say January. It's got to get a slow start to the year. <laughs> I, had a long, I had a long night, that's all I what got What year did say. you say was? 1936. With my knowledge of cultures, it is the Chichen New Year. Well, good. <laughs> and it's shortly after the pagan New Year, but it was April. Of course you knew that. <laughs> um, no, it's supposed to be January 6th. It's supposed to be a snowy New York. So there's it's going to be a, hard on the photographers. Yes. Uh, fortunately, and, and it's also not great for the airship, uh, with the occasional snow landing on the outside of it. Um yeah, it'll be fine. This thing was designed. They should shrug it right off. It's, it's a marvel of the ages. The Club of the clouds. Oklahoma. <laughs> so then the time of year... You're, you're so sorry it wasn't in the Excelsior. <laughs> you the... name it whatever you want. It's your airship. Whoever so heard about this airship from you should name the airship. The time of year was an American. You would not be out of out of. We have renamed the airship. Oh, you, oh, good. The Oklahoma. It is now the Excelsior. No, no, oh. it's the Oklahoma Excelsior. <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> oh, the, why do I have this image of the doctor just banging his head against the radio set? The Oklahoma, am I, I going to have to say Oklahoma Excelsior? <laughs> the airship comes into play now? You You're just adding names to fuck with Oklahoma Excelsior, O-E. <laughs> wow. The O-E, O-E. It sounds better on the radio when we do our broadcast. <laughs> it does. Oh, wow. Hold on. I I have to write that down. <laughs> Sheriff went on the air and all the ships at sea. This is the Oklahoma Excelsior. Golly, with a double-bladed adventure out. <laughs> so, um, here's what happens. Or here's how we start this off. Vince! Oh, or rather, Vicont, uh, as I should say. We. Uh, we. Oui. Oui. I oui. mean, da. Ya. Ya. You just changed yes. languages three times. <laughs> I'm very cosmopolitan. <laughs> okay. That's um, why he has a linguist. That's like, okay. Um... I was going to say that... Confirmed uh, in the positive, I will translate. <laughs> I, appre- I appreciate your help. Um, you are in the process of, well, probably complaining about your incredibly small stateroom or cabin or whatever. Um, at some point, you will be lugging your bags or having people lug your... Excuse me. You will be overseeing the lugging of your bags into the airship. Uh, or at least to the elevators that will take everyone to the top of the... From my escape room in the Empire State Building. Well, I don't even know if they have commercial. I, I don't even know if they have commercial or other residential. In they do. Well, clearly they do now. Let me guess. You you rented an office and then you put a bed in it. There's a now swing. It's, there's a swing. There's a girl wow. on a swing. I I think that was I think that was Philadelphia that you're thinking of. Girl on a swing. Okay. Well, um, at some point, uh, while overseeing this this <laughs> mad parade of people taking way too many things into the into the Zeppelin, and my which, pet monkey. <laughs> um, of course. Um, Stall monkey. Some of the uh, some of the uh, uh, let's see here. Let's go ahead and break out these rules because this will be the first time I get to use them. Um. Some of the movers who are lugging out your luggage only speak German. I mean, no, no, they they all speak, they all speak uh, whatever you know. They all sound marvelously New York with the uh, "Well, you want this," you know. They're they're they they sound like every New York uh, character in any 1930s film you could name. Uh, let's see here. Uh, you are suddenly and without warning. Assaulted by your by, by your porters. What? It's an outrage. Let's see. Let's get some dice out here. Vince? Yes. We're going to try to uh, have you pummeled by some porters. Uh, so go ahead and pull That alliteration out. offends me, despite the classism that's inherent to someone of my rank. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, well, these uh, then these mooks are going to attempt to muss you here. Uh, there's uh, three of these gentlemen... They are, um, shall we say, stout uh, and burly, and are going to attempt to uh, wrestle you into a steamer trunk. So let's go ahead and check out your skills. So what do you got there on brawling, please? Uh, base 2, level 3, rating 5, right. average 2+. plus. All right, so you've got five dice. I also right. have melee. Uh, that's more for swatting people with uh, clo- uh, objects. Like my sword cane. Like your sword cane. 
Blue are considered three dice. Is that correct? Yes. The idea is between these is that um, on these dice, you got the white dice. One. These give you one or zero. Success, zero is failure. The uh, blue dice are equal to three dice. And the red dice uh, give you the odds of having two dice with one roll. So, uh, let's see so here. Five. I'm going to use your dice. All right. My dice are going away. Fair enough. Uh, All right. So, what I need from you, and I need to, uh, what I really need to do is pull out a MOOC. It's one thing this game does not have, and I is easily accessible MOOCs. Sadly. So I will use this. I will just use this pre-generated MOOC right here. All right. So if you would be so kind, are we all together? By the way, how's that? Or is this just no, a no, labor no, relations no, no. problem? This is, this is this is his problem for the moment. This is his problem for radio. So all right, got uh, mm, all right, cool. So uh, I'll pull out my dice and uh, let's see how we're doing here. Let's see, one, two, three, four. So, uh, go ahead and give me five dice, please. Five successes. Or five, oh, wow, five, five, successes. five successes. That's uh, actually <laughs> really good. That's as good. Unhand me. <laughs> wow. Okay. The, uh, between the three mooks, they get two successes. All three of them attempting to wrestle you into a uh, into the steamer trunk. They fail completely to get a decent grip on you, and you have... Slipped out to the point where you can now either make one of two decisions. Well, you have a number of decisions. You can either go for a weapon, get out of the room. But their initial attempt to just, you know, have this open trunk. Sir, what do you want us to do with this trunk? Well, wow, there's no, why isn't this trunk packed? Uh, it's not packed yet. And they attempt to shove you face first with the trunk. That failed utterly. Not the first time this has happened. <laughs> <laughs> so. I guess the creditors. Yeah, so. Wow, how did you... Again, this is not the first time this has happened. Um, and there was this club in New York. Yeah. So Berlin. my question is, what do you want to do for your... You've, you've just been failed to be appropriately um, uh, Shanghai or bamboozled or whatever you want to call it. So what do you want to do about that? I'm going to draw my Colts and point it at them. All right. You're not on the airship, right? No. <laughs> before he's on the airship? This is long move. Yes, he's in the building. He no can't firing not, guns on the airship. He can't it's actually blow rule. up the world... Sorry. The, I say World Trade Center? Oops, <laughs> that's bad form. You can't actually damage the world, the uh, Empire State <laughs> Building with a handgun. Yet. <laughs> only, be, But that's only because you haven't accidentally filled the Empire State Building with hydrogen yet. And there's always that possibility. After all, you do have a Conveniently parked Zeppelin filled with hydrogen. All right. So, uh, draw your weapon. All right. Uh, the uh, mooks are going to attempt, since uh, drawing your weapon is uh, takes a round to do, the mooks are going to attempt to, uh, again, get a grip on you and wrestle your weapon out of your hand. So, what I want from you is, uh, let's see here. Give me a, uh, another brawl roll to get keep your weapon from falling into being immobilized or getting, you know, having them get a grip on it. Damn. All right. One, two, three, four, five successes. Gee, they only had... Wait a minute. Oh, I'm... Yeah, one, two, three. Yeah, I'm rolling the right number of dice. They managed to get one success over the, over the top. They, um... 
Uh, managed to keep you from pointing the weapon at them. The weapon is now sort of pointing in the, up in the air someplace as you're scuffling about. Now, at this point, various other actual people who were perhaps employed to move heavy objects in and out of this uh, office of yours um, have clearly noticed that this is not the standard thing that should be happening in your office and are now uh, responding as any hired lackey would do. They're fleeing. There's none of this, we should probably help the boss. No, these people who you've hired to carry heavy things are just... Okay, we're going to go put this on the airship. There's a reward for saving me. <laughs> <laughs> um, they scatter out the door, uh, or at least they, they scatter out the door as quick as they can. Now, Someone <laughs> hire good lackeys. Now, your gun is pointed at the ceiling. That does not mean that you can't fire it. Well, of course I'm going to fire it. Because it's how you call for help. It just makes loud noises. Well, there's know. that, too. It's what one does. Uh, but uh, it'll take a brawl roll to get you to, to, to a successful brawl against that brawl. To get that weapon down uh, where you can actually use it and actually put around in somebody. Right now, the weapon is just pointed at the ceiling. All right. Um, I will brawl to point. All right. Uh, let's see. Let's go ahead and give these mooks an opportunity to brawl you while they're attempting to let's see, immobilize you. That guy's got you immobilized, so it's only this dice. All right. Uh, they get three successes, and what did you get? Three. Three successes. All right. Well, then nobody's managed to hurt anybody. It's just this... Uh, confusing scuffle in the room as you're being uh, thumped around in here. Do you uh, know who I am? Yes, says the voice <laughs> from the door. We know who you are. No, you don't. I'm actually somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the, uh, the guy at the door making the standard villain entrance because, you know, villains always stroll in looking well-dressed and cool, even though they actually haven't done anything like physical to prove how cool they are. But they've got some good music in the background. They've got a great hat, you know. Is um, I can respect that. Yeah. Is uh, a couple of slouching guys uh, in oversized dark winter coats, gloves, and fedoras. Um, you recognize them uh, as the Mutt and Jeff bodyguards, uh, bookend bodyguards of one of your creditors. There's this uh, Mr. Casper fella who you've borrowed an enormous amount of cash from to uh, make this expedition happen. And uh, they... They, they seem to have arrived just in the nick of time to rescue you from these three fellows who are trying to stuff you into, into a trunk. Of course. How else <laughs> would they get their investment back? Um, yeah, of course we know who you are. It's like, and we also know that Mr. Casper wants a word with you. I should hope so. I'm eager for that. So, you won't mind getting in the trunk. The trunk? The trunk. Why not the car? It'll go in the car. <laughs> but I have to plan the expedition to get his investment back. Yeah, that, that we, we were figuring on something like that. You should get in the trunk. But now I have a gun. It's currently pointed at the... We all got guns, and they showed them to you. Well, that's a lovely gun you have. Excuse <laughs> me. I'm going to step into the trunk. <laughs> Don't, uh, you might want to leave the gun outside, you know. You wouldn't want it to go off accidental, like, what with it being in there with you. No, no, it has a safety. I think it'll be safer right here in my pocket. He extends a vaguely catcher's mitt-sized hand. Hmm. I don't suppose you're looking for work. <laughs> no, you thanks. fortune I'm, in baseball. I'm well employed. <laughs> Gainfully employed. All right, here we are. Off we go. Chop, chop. Okay. You were folded into the trunk. Well, you sit down and co get comfortable. This is at least a first-class trunk, I hope. Oh, it's it's a lovely trunk. Um, 
They proceed to close the trunk, and you are then bustled <laughs> out of the of your office. Now, let me go ahead and uh, give everybody... I'm going to sing Irish sea tunes in the trunk. <laughs> That's fair enough. Everyone, go ahead and uh, let's say check out your character sheets. You should have a skill on there called Perception. It's on the second tier of character yep. uh, abilities. So let's go ahead and see if Listen anyone... for Irish sea shanty tunes. Yes, the kind of thing you normally would not hear from a trunk. Trunks are not known for their, oh. you know... Yeah, it's up here. So blue or three? Why Irish, you're wondering? Yes. I rolled a... Don't know. I rolled seven. Yeah. Okay, so I rolled five. What game to me? Correct. Five yes. dice. All right. five. How many dice do I roll? Okay. Equal to my perception? Five, five, five dice. So, three successes? Blue and three successes. Three successes? I got three. And five for me. Five for you? Yep. What's this? So All right. Add the that's, three, so that's three, and you got two successes. So, what's your perception? Five. Five, uh, you need one more red die. So let's roll the whole mass over again. All right. All right. Oh. Still three. Isn't that seven? I'm destined to have three. We totally gave you seven <laughs> dice. We're blowing this every way we can blow this. Okay, let's try again. I'm supposed to have five, five. dice. So here, let's go with these five. One, two, three. These are five. Those ones are evil. We're going to retire those. <laughs> All right. That didn't even happen. <laughs> two successes. All right. Let me that last time. I know. So I know. Um, Daniel, as the person who maxed out on the five successes, uh, yes, as you were coming into the uh, lobby or coming through the lobby of the Empire State Building, um, you uh, you couldn't help but notice the um, uh, guys in work overalls with their you know slouched leather caps and uh, are leaving the building. Uh, hefting a sea trunk, which from which is emerging the sounds of Irish sea shanties, um, while they're flanked by two mm, unsympathetic, shall we say, looking gentlemen in uh, uh, black fedoras and dark overcoats. Uh, uh, now, you've heard enough uh, sea shanties, apparently, uh, with that five perception from um, uh, the uh, Vicomte to know that that sure as hell <laughs> sounds like his voice coming from the trunk. Well, this sounds like a work for heroes. I'll go find some. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you you, <laughs> you scurry off to find is, some heroes. Is there anyone that looks capable that could stop them? Because I'm certainly not going to mess with them. All right, fair enough. Um, perhaps you should at least observe. Well, um, they're burly. They're in overalls. I'm, they're all burly gentlemen uh, who look like they could drive you into the ground like a hammer. Yeah. Uh, or like a nail to a hammer. You're the I, I only have a fist, and it's very soft. <laughs> Tender, non-calloused. Used to just turning pages. Uh, well, it's got some lovely scars from all the, the uh, paper cuts. Yes. All right, but apart from that, no, there won't be any um, punching Nazis for in your future? No punching Nazis for me. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Not a Nazi puncher. All right. Um, you, uh, they uh, head out the door. Go ahead and give me another perception roll. Maxed out. Wow. All right. Uh, then you are able to catch the uh, make, model, and um, fucking VIN number off the car that they load him into. All right. So, uh, Do I know anyone else in the expedition? Absolutely. You know everybody else in the expedition. Everyone is, uh, is, is well We've known to each other. Yes. There's no introductions at the end at this point. Everybody knows who everyone is. Oh, yeah. Switch things out. It's very dark in this drop. <laughs> So I can't pick up my theoretical cell phone that the 
the doctors made for us? No. There's at this point we had no theoretical wrist radio dick tracy communicators. But theoretically some of us could have been in the lobby. We just didn't perceive it. No. All right. Uh yeah, yeah. normally, uh let's see here. Cuz I had a plan to come back through with um I have a, I have a, I have a skill of bureaucracy specifically for this. <laughs> you really think you can bureaucrat these guys? All no, right. But I was I basically this also plays in my criminal um flaw. All right. Which is I'd be coming by here with the um, I would watch them. head of uh, Air Force Intelligence trying to sell them on a battle zeppelin idea. Sorry, I don't know who urinated on. I'm always looking to sell my inventions to armed forces across the world. So I definitely would not yell out and point and All right. say stop, but if I saw someone, I'd go. All right, let's say uh, I think, uh, there's someone in that trunk. All right, well then what I'm going to do is just uh, be all uh, GM Fiati and, oh, that beer smells good. Is that good? It's good. All right. <laughs> and grapes, too. As long as Vince is in a trunk, he will continue to bring us food. Mm. It's a remarkably well-stocked trunk. trunk. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure I'm going to let you out of the truck if you keep bringing things from the kitchen. This is kind of the best deal ever. There's no bar in this trunk. <laughs> Clearly, it's not the Jeeves and Wooster trunk that has the bar built into it. I've, I'm always amazed that there were such traveling devices oh, in the 1930s. I need a bar yeah. named Wooster. <laughs> yes. Or Jeeves. Yeah. Either one. You'll take you to one. You do not want a butler named Wooster. You really don't. Woosters are are wasteless. Um, Yeah, he really didn't work out that one time. All right, there's a couple times they change change jobs and it does not work out at all. All right, so, um, yes, in fact, Mr. Uh, Kevin. (laughs) Uh, By the way, about, is it Klondike Deadeye Bob or Deadeye Klondike Bob? Klondike Deadeye Bob. So my question for you is, were there two Deadeye Bobs, and then you had to differentiate yourself from the <laughs> other? Like, there was Pecos Deadeye Bob, and you became Klondike Deadeye Bob. I so wasn't you... really Klondike Deadeye Bob until the Viscount came and said, You need to be named Klondike Deadeye Bob. And I'm like, whatever. Okay. After the Klondike Gold Rush. <laughs> really? Awesome. Not after the ice cream bar? I don't think it's been invented yet. Hasn't? It should have been. Perhaps you will. After the... Exactly. They'll, they'll, they'll name the bar after you. I can't invent an ice cream bar trapped in a trunk. <laughs> um, Kevin, uh, Klondike Deadeye Bob uh, happens to be uh, in the lobby or slouching about in the lobby. Because, again, that whole thing about it being high up in the building has not appealed to you from the word go. Yeah, no interest to go up there. <laughs> yeah, so you've probably been keeping to the lower levels during the course of all this. So Same on the ground. I will uh, go ahead and uh, uh, say that, um, yes, uh, my uh, milk-toasty friend, there is someone who looks like they were a hero once, perhaps 30 or 40 years ago. I mean, is that a start in the hero department? Is that more heroic than you were hoping for or less? That's good enough. All right. Fair enough. You, 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 despite the fact he did not hear the sea shanties, uh, you did. So what do you want to do about it? I do believe there's someone in that trunk that very well might be the Viscount. You're like, again? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I dropped my cigarette and put it out with my boot. I like, start hauling out the door. All right. Do I see the trunk? Do I see the car? Do I see what's They're going on? They're loading the trunk into the back of what appears to be a, a gigantic um, uh, 
uh, car, uh, which name which is immediately escaping me. What the hell is the classic car that all gangsters drive? Packard. Packard. Thank you. I was about to go look it up because they have all the cool cars in here. Yes, they're putting them in the back of a black Packard, which is what they always put all of their things in, big black Packards. Well, sweeping back my duster, put my hand on the butt of my gun, I say, drop that there, miss, this trunk. <laughs> <laughs> all right, do you, do you actually clear leather, or do you just stand there with their hand over Oh, it's clearing. It's all right. clearing. I bailed him out of this before. <laughs> um, uh, these guys turn around the street, you know, and... Um, you know, uh, the two sort of uh, suited fellows in their fedoras and whatnot um, look at you and then they kind of go, <laughs> don't listen to them. Keep putting them in the trunk. And the guys are the guys that are holding the box are like, you know, okay. And they just keep sort of pushing the trunk in. I pull the hammer back. Aim it at one of the guys putting it in. Um, I don't fire. All right. These, uh, the, the, these, the, the guys hear the clicking sound and they're like a little like, Okay, with the trunk, they're not quite, you know, they're looking over their shoulder, and the two heavier looking, looking uglier fellows are like, you know, don't pay him no mind. He's not going to do anything out here in the street. I don't care. I'm going to start rocking in the trunk. All right. Making it hard All to right. carry. Having the aim I have, I hope I have. We'll see when I actually have the character. I, I, I just put a shell kind of at the feet of one of the guys. All right. You want to do something to the Duesen, like shoot a tire off the Duesenberg, or sorry, off the uh, Packard, or. Shoot the lock off the... Tr- well, don't shoot the lock off the truck. <laughs> no, the I, I'm not way. really that bright. I'm just trying to put it kind of near the feet of one of the guys and make him dance a bit. All right. You know? uh, go ahead and give me a, uh, a roll here. Okay. Uh, no, what do you got on... Uh, the last number should Shoot be him your, in the face! Pistol I'm a five. Your, <laughs> your, <laughs> your <laughs> best reading right is head, yeah. all the way across. So oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, five? Yep. Uh, and uh, your pistol... Yeah. Let's see. Which pistol you got? Yeah, you know, I've got me a cold army. There's a sprinkle. All right. So the cold army is... Right. Is that okay for shells, by the way? I, I just no, that's, not a, that's not a ton of shells, but it's more than you're likely to use up in your lifetime. Uh, <laughs> so the thing where it says 3L, yep. you add that to your pistol. Okay. Better to have enough. Uh, so you roll eight dice and right. give some successes. Oh, I rolled oh. ten. Not very many, only three. <laughs> three. All right. Well, yeah, you managed not to shoot anyone. Your intention was not to shoot. My anyone. intention was to not shoot. Anyone. You know, I mean, it's one of those things like, oh, that was the best shot ever. Well, I was meant to miss him. I didn't mean to shoot him dead between the eyes, right in the middle of the street. Um, and then I quickly aimed the gun back at the guy. All right. Um, but knowing that the, the guys doing the talking are the big thugs, I, I moved the gun over to the big thugs. Because clearly, clearly they yes, I'm not going to shoot these guys. I'm just going to shoot you. Yep, that's my fair point. enough. All right, you fire the gun on the street. Bang! That gets everybody's attention. I mean, across the street. It's a cold goes, army. The yeah, whole world here. Yeah, uh, uh, everyone's attention is now thoroughly gained up and down whatever street this is that the Empire State Building is on. Let's 30, say 34th. Oh, I was going to say Broadway. No. No. Wall Street? No. 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 I don't know anything about New York. 34th Clear. Street. All right, 34th Street. Fine. All right, you guys. Miracle on. Exactly. Oh, yep. my God. Mm-hmm. This is the Miracle on. Right now, I'm being rescued. <laughs> I'm yelling out the keyhole. Help, I'm being kidnapped. Go ahead and give me a, uh, an athletics roll. Uh, you said you start rocking around in the back of this. So rocking around in the I truck. have athletics. Yes. Uh, how many should I roll? Uh, however many dice you've got under the heading. Base two, rating two. All right, give me four dice then. So that's a three. And a one will make four. All right. Two successes. Um, Did I make a mistake here? So my rating is eight plus two, mm-hmm. but I I went with that. Is that? The oh, one? that's the average. Oh, I'm sorry. 
no, 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 no. Oh, you're, you're right. You got it. You, you did do that right. You, wow. I'm sorry. You should instead have gotten five dice. You should get the three for the pistol dice? and 13 dice. Oh, well, that's okay. My effect was the same. I'm not going to change. That's why I hired him. Tell you what, um, <laughs> we'll keep yeah, moving. See. We'll keep moving. Otherwise, I was going to say, you know, no backtrack here. No backtracking. All right, wow, we won't. We won't make the shot any more any more interesting than putting one in the gutter, and it ricochets and possibly strikes. You know, we didn't care about the Chinaman anyway. <laughs> I was kind of hoping it was going to strike a strike a, a Macy's window and set off the alarms. Just for the recording, we were talking early about how China people were not accepted. In, wow, in, are you? We're, we're, there's no backtracking. The recorder. Do not. <laughs> don't reveal all of our racism and xenophobia to the internet. The recorder wasn't on at that point. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. The recorder was on. You did not have to backtrack. Okay, good, good, good. No backtracking. Yes, we'll we'll get around to our disparaging people of various cultures soon. Do you record soon. the clan members like this and put them on the internet? Well, you know, they can't tell the difference between the average group of players. And I am glad I am not running for politics ever. Yeah, or gave out your last name. I right am making a social commentary. Yes. <laughs> not a very not a, not in very good taste, but we're making a social commentary. Of the time, not of oh, now. Of the time, yes, of course. I'm trapped in a trunk. You rolled two successes? <laughs> All right. Your trunk rocks around they let go of it when the, uh, when when he started when he fired that weapon. Everyone jumped back. You rock the trunk and it falls from its precarious perch out of the back of the Packard and into the street. Clonk. Um it's an incredibly dignified escape. But you have clearly escaped from something. I mean, you're still inside the trunk, of course. Uh, but the trunk doesn't fly open. No, it's got those nasty straps and uh, uh, and buckles uh, on the outside. Um, all right, well, these two guys are standing here, and they're looking, thinking about, you know, you can tell they're thinking about, mm, well, he's just crazy enough to fire a gun on the street, and our guns are in our pockets. So we'll be back. Don't you worry about it. You, you know, we'll be back, Mister Mister Smart Guy. And they, they uh, back towards the uh, Packard and uh, the uh, trio of, of uh, what do you call them? Uh, the, uh, moving van, sort of suited, uh, you know, sort of jumpsuited uh, guys scurry into the back seat, and the other two guys get in the front seat. And they drive off with the trunk still open on the Packard. <laughs> drive away, <laughs> splooshing some some some. Uh, Horrible New York City gutter slush, snow slush, and uh, car mung all over the trunk. As From within up. the trunk, I'm going to try to roll away <laughs> side by side. You keep pushing the trunk. Well, the trunk flops. You hear the sound of a car driving off. You hear the sound of the gunshot outside. Um, at some point, uh, I, I presume... I would walk over to the trunk and... Put my foot on it so it wouldn't stop moving. <laughs> and is it locked or is it actually just strapped? It's uh, it's got uh, a really cheap lock that you could pry off with uh, anything from Bowie knife. Bowie knife, yeah, and pop that off. And it's got uh, just uh, buckled straps to hold it shut. Open the trunk. What'd you do this time? I emerged in a dignified cloud of cigarette smoke. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea who those people were. <laughs> However, it, I think that perhaps it would behoove us to get on board the Zeppelin, the Oklahoma, Oklahoma Excelsior. Excelsior. Thank you. <laughs> I'm a little shaken from my whole experience in the trunk. 
Perhaps a cocktail would be appropriate at this time. You know, I could have had a shaken martini. This trunk has been jostled around so much. I the rock gun. <laughs> Close enough. All right, off we go. Perhaps it's best to leave before they come back. That's my thinking. They exactly. did say something about coming back. Well, there was going to be, like, reporters in a band tomorrow for the for, for the big taking off. I, I do, by the way, let him my gun again. All right, I just yeah. want to make sure that's clear. Well, they wouldn't do anything in front of the reporters. <laughs> <laughs> I want to point out that... Um, <clears throat> oh, that was one thing I should definitely do. Uh, everyone started off with a style chip. And this is something you can trade in the game to... Uh, Alter die rolls, add things to your, uh, add things to your, um, uh, change results, add die to die rolls before you do it. Um, I will point out that uh, you picked a flaw in this game. I picked a couple of flaws, but yes. you made me cut back. One of them was, yeah, yes, one too. of them was Vane. Did you keep Vane, or was that one of the ones you, you I don't know, Vane and Liar. Yeah, so I want to point out that... Uh, uh, if you should, if you choose to play to your vanity and go, well, we can't leave until the big press moment, you know, with the, the, the you know, until the, you know, the band is here for the big send off. That would be worth another style point. What time does the band arrive? Because <laughs> <laughs> there is, I, I understand that there's a balance between self preservation and vanity. We could seed the band with Pinkertons. You're thinking of getting, finding a bushel of Pinkertons before... Yes, and dressing them up like a band. Perhaps Pinkertons that play instruments. Surely there must be some talented Pinkertons. Well, by talent... Well, you mean musically talented. They have other talents. Of course. Uh, clubbing, strikers. I mean, uh, but they're not exactly known for the entertainment circuit. No, you don't usually get a... Pinkertons on vaudeville. That's kind of good. I should write that down. <laughs> Where your police department has a band. <laughs> Just saying. Hey, there you go. That's thinking. I'm going to presume that you guys are not standing around in the street with this trunk that you have scurried back into the oh Empire State. Wherever he went, I went. Um, I was shaking my head. Now, do you want to bring the rest of these people, the rest of your expedition, in on the question (laughs) on whether we should leave early or not? All right, just checking. (laughs) Just checking. Back in your office. There's a there's a nice shaken martini. Everything looks rosier through the bottom of that martini glass. There's, this is a difficult question. Now, the problem, of course, is it's not that... I mean, you know, the problem is it's not just that... I mean, sure, you could be hurt, but these other people... Oh, wait, that, I forget. That doesn't matter. <laughs> so I care deeply about the others. They're more than just extras to me. They're minor characters. <laughs> <laughs> you mean the guy who built the airship is a minor character? <laughs> Just want to want to clarify that. <laughs> well, under my creative direction, <laughs> you know, it would be kind of a dramatic thing if we left the night before the band and everybody shows up and we're gone. It's mysterious. <laughs> right. And then we could do our first broadcast of the Double Bladed Adventure Hour. From in flight. That means I gotta start drinking now. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you feel that uh, you feel you can justify a flight tonight without. Uh, uh, again, you don't have to go for your. You, you don't have to go with the vein option because this is a self-preservation issue. But you know, 
it's worth a style point to you should you decide to go, no, I want the whole... There is a struggle between self-preservation and vanity, but I think self-preservation wins out. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Had there been a bar in that trunk, different situation. Fair enough. So, what are you going to do for the course of... Uh, what are you going to do as far as hustling the, uh, the departure forward? I guess since this is... Uh, the evening of uh, the night before. Uh, the, the Tell everybody to take only what they can carry and is mission critical, like my monkey. <laughs> I'm sorry, I have to ask the question. What's your monkey's name? Well, that's a very good question. Bobo. I have a lot of monkeys. They're interchangeable, kind of like Paris Hilton in that chihuahua. <laughs> Are you going to name your monkey Paris? Yes. All right. Yes, I am. <laughs> All right, just these are important details that I think everyone needs to know about. Paris. Had I had the monkey earlier when the mooks attacked me, instead of drawing my gun, I could have flung the monkey at them. <laughs> Take a face full of monkey, mook! Ah! You fling your monkey at anything that moves. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> you know, this, this game actually has rules for creating, like, you know, sidekick animals that are like your buddies and will do shit for you, but I like the idea that the monkeys are actually useless. <laughs> they, they actually serve no purpose except maybe to you know, run around and crash into shit and possibly, you know, pull your mustache off at the wrong time. Go get help, Paris. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to work out exactly the way you think it's going to work out. I'm just, wow. Get the key, Paris. Get the key. It gets the key and then scampers down the hallway with the key further away. Paris, come back. <laughs> Alright, <clears throat> I'm going to presume that you named the monkey Paris because either you acquired it in Paris or perhaps... Because other... we'll always have Paris. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> Stop beating me to the punchlines, goddammit. <laughs> Trying to sound smart and funny, and I'm failing utterly. Alright, wow. Alright, so uh, you're going to set put out the word that everyone has to get their goulash on board now. We're, we're going as quick as humanly possible. It's more dramatic. Alright. All right. I'm on my pack, grab my I've case, been and I'm supervising ready. getting my stuff loaded all day. Yeah. Because there's a lot of stuff. Yeah. So I have so imagined I'm ready. no trouble getting on board this. All right. Well, nope. you. I uh, am out on the town proclaiming that I'm leaving tomorrow at 5 o'clock. <laughs> and that everyone should be there for the maiden voyage of the Oklahoma Excelsior. Are, are you perhaps uh, going from, what, bar to bar with Bunny Brass, your co-star? Yes, and another, and the uh, second leading lady, uh, I don't know her name. You mean the script girl? The script girl, yes. Yes, all right. <laughs> the script girl, Evelyn. Evelyn! All right, well, I'd like, I'm, so, I'm so glad we can easily... She's a brunette. Yeah, she's the quiet brunette yes. with, glasses. The bun with the glasses. Correct. One right. on each arm, and we're hitting the town. One glass on each. Oh, one. Glass. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you had glasses on each arm. All right, fine. This is what I. This is what I meant by player-generated content. All right. Um. So everything's the escape. The early escape is a great idea. There's only one small flaw. You'll have to leave your leading man and your ship girl and your leading lady behind. No, we won't. I'm also not there. <laughs> Here's what we're going to do. We're going to take the Oklahoma Excelsior and steer it down between the buildings of New York and land in front of various nightclubs and get people. I'm going to go ahead and point out that Jocko, your pilot, because they're always named Jocko, thinks that that idea rates somewhere between smoking in the helium bags and leaping from you know from the cockpit of the uh, the airship at 10,000. That would have been brilliant press, Jocko. Yes, it would have. If only the Zeppelin could fit. Between the buildings in New York City. One of the problems with his, his brilliant new lifting body design is that rather than cigar-shaped, 
this airship is sort of arrowhead shaped. Hmm. I could do it. I'll tell my secretary. <laughs> you just have to turn it on its side. You just have to get up 90 degrees. Jocko just doesn't know how to steer this thing. Jocko! <laughs> Why do you hire people named Jocko? <laughs> so I was actually planning on being away from the expedition, doing a tour the next morning with the... Uh, with a government representative of the Zeppelin trying to convince them to buy battle Zeppelins out of this thing, sneaking aboard at 2 o'clock long before the band shows up. Because I'm trying to keep my name out of the other press. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> At this point, though, I didn't even see the resolution. I'm going to picture myself. No, no, you're <laughs> you, you've gone back to work doing whatever you're doing. At some point, perhaps you saw the two of them go by. Well, it all worked out. You know, that, that's about as far as that went. All right. So we got two people not on board. What are you going to do? Since you clearly can't leave without them. Mm. Well, maybe you can. Option A, send out servants. Option B, leave without them. Option C, have a stiff martini and think of something better than option A or B. There's one more option. You could rename your monkey to their names. (laughs) I'll rename the Zeppelin. That way they won't know it's us. (laughs) (laughs) We've only only named it three times. What's... What's what's a fourth name at this stage of the game? You know how many how many zeppelins are moored up here? It's like it's a it, it's congested. It's clogged. It's a veritable. It's a veritable. Well, he's out of the town. I'm pretty sure we need him for I don't know the gears and tubes and wires and things. I understand there are a lot of tubes on this thing. A lot of gears and tubes and fiddly bits and things you t- knobs. There's fiddly knobs. bits. There's All right, I hire some Pinkertons. Just uh, send them out to the sorts of places agency. that actors frequent. Oh, let's hire the police band. <laughs> <laughs> you hire the Pinkerton. You call the Pinkerton agency and want to spend some more of Mr. Casper's money. Because what the fuck? Right? <laughs> at this point. Well, he made me. What was that? He made me. He made you. Yeah, at this point, he's forcing it upon you. I mean, really, it's like he's spending the money. <laughs> All right, I'm going to grab something non-sugary. What? Would you like rum? (laughs) (laughs) I have beer. That's not sugary. Water. Um, that soda, that Seven Up's delicious. But oh man, every time I drink a sugary drink, makes my mouth dry. Cannot quench my thirst on something that's got sugar in it. Just drink more of it. Yeah, well, you know, I did that. You gotta power through it, man. I did that one time, and uh, my blood sugar tested out at like 300 and something when I finally said, hmm, this whole part where I keep drinking and I still am thirsty, maybe I should try, maybe I should test my blood sugar because I keep putting sugar in the iced tea. Yeah, that that turned out to have been a mistake. (laughs) Uh, Shocking. You should combine that with Vince's uh, fat content. Yes. Uh, yeah, guys could be like something. a Voltron of illness. Or possibly <laughs> a pair of corpses, really. Uh, I, don't, I don't think we need to combine the, the was it triglycerides? Triglycerides. triglycerides. Yeah. Yes. I think that's a bad plan. That's got to be a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> These numbers do not make sense. All right. So, anyways, um, you, uh, so Sean, sorry, shouldn't call you Sean, I should call you Kenton. Kenton. Kenton Knight, you're out on the town enjoying your, I don't know, 
newfound, soon-to-be-found fame. I understand you're going to be famous. I am going to be famous. It's going to be wonderful. My name will be on the silver screen everywhere. In lights. Yes, in lights. Kenton Knight, action hero extraordinaire. Excellent. Um, you're hanging out. While he dithers about going out and how, how he's going to get you back to the aircraft airship without actually endangering himself at any point. You know. What's your character name? Paul Habit. H-A-B-I-C-H-T. Thank you. Klondike Dead Eye Bob. How can you how can you forget a name like Klondike Dead Eye Bob? Okay, can we put Excelsior on the end of that? Klondike <laughs> <laughs> Dead Eye Bob. Klondike uh, Dead Eye Excelsior Bob. Wow. Excelsior Klondike Dead Eye Bob. <laughs> I don't know. Excelsior Bob works better for me, but I, I see the, I see how the there's better flow with Excelsior Klondike Dead Eye Bob. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Can we just call him Lefty instead? <laughs> something instead. I, and, then, and I want to point out there's there's a crewman named Lefty. That just that just that has to happen. Yeah. Um, there's a man. He's only right-handed though. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's because he lost it. He lost his left hand. He has a hook. That's why I call him Lefty. Mm-hmm. Well, doesn't it mean he's a righty? Well, that would make no sense. So we still call him Lefty. It's lefty. Um, while you're out on the town uh, with uh, uh, again. Miss Bunny Brass. Bunny Brass. Bunny and Brass. Evelyn. And Evelyn. That sounds like Evelyn. Smith with a Y. Smith. Smith. The Smith. The Smith. With an E. Evelyn Smith. Evelyn Smith. Evelyn is clearly uncomfortable with this whole out of the town drinking thing, but is nevertheless starstruck by being out with the two stars. And we'll show you a grand old time. Yes, you're. Follow us, and you nothing will go wrong. Wow. Okay, so you're you're clearly trying at this point you're still trying to make the calculation how you get them both back to your hotel room. Alright. Yep. Alright, so um Also well, the drinks can cost whatever they want because I don't know the price of alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm probably being charged extraordinarily amounts of money for Well fortunately we we ditched prohibition a few years ago, so there's no problem. you don't have to go to speakeasies. Yes, there's a good chance what you're drinking is actually alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> well, as opposed to wood alcohol. Yeah. Right. Or, Your chance of going blind or gasoline. Yeah. Relatively. What was the year again? Thirty-six. It has just turned nineteen thirty-six. Six days in. Anyways, um, while you were there, let's uh, let's go ahead and have you make a perception roll, please. So, all right. Your character's perception. Is three not the most perceptive thing? One, one. <laughs> All right, that is not really good enough for the scenario or for the for the situation. Let's see if Miss Brass or Evelyn can That's fare probably any, better at that. can fare any better. Are we needed or are we just no no no? Okay. We're, you can you can be off stage for the snacks. moment. That doesn't mean we don't miss you. Well, it's not. Is that a euphemism or something? Making snacks. I don't think so. Oh, Not yet, but it could be. Probably by the end of today, it will be. Well, I don't know. Perhaps. Uh, Congratulations. The closest making snacks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Closest I can think of is making snacks. Yeah, they really didn't go anywhere. And I'm afraid that double entendre is going to die stillborn right there. So, um. 
you and Evelyn or, or Evelyn and, and Bunny are there at the bar, and uh, there is a rather there is a you've attracted a crowd of people that you have been uh, telling reporters, hangers-on, uh, gossip colonists. There's any number of news hounds hanging around you, scribbling down whatever nonsense you care to spill out because you're attractive people. Therefore, whatever you have to say is pertinent and important. Exactly. All right. Um, and, and I'm basically spilling the entire contents of where we're going, what we're doing, when we're leaving. Uh. <laughs> Remember to say my name a lot. <laughs> yes, and it's all because of the Viscount, Viscount, something on Vindemir. Yeah, <laughs> it's the something on Weimar. Good. Weimar uh, und Vidmir. It's not my fault World War I tore apart my county. It's not just that he's a liar, he's a bad liar. <laughs> he's decided to make up the difference in... Quantity as opposed to quality of lies. They just don't stop. Well, the Franco, you know, German conflict really messed up everything where I previously lived. You seem a bit young for 1870. You were there for the Franco Prussian War? <laughs> no, but my f- grandfather. <laughs> 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 that was a laugh. That was, <laughs> but it's a pretty frothy <laughs> trip from, from that through that logic. He's doing the math. Uh, how many generations do I need to have? I was forgetting how old I am, which is 25. <laughs> is there any answer you give that doesn't go? <laughs> 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 You're Wild. very weathered looking 25. <laughs> I am not. It's the mileage. Again, it's always the mileage. I bathe in monkey placenta frequently. <laughs> wow. Nasty. I don't even have any answer. Don't tell Paris. <laughs> 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 We're not going to get anywhere, but I'm going to keep laughing until I have an aneurysm. I think that's how this is going to go. All right. Um, so, Mr. Knight, as you are... Uh, uh, Wantlessly throwing around cash. Throwing around cash and information. And information. And information. <laughs> um, uh, it doesn't so, help that I am the danger magnet. Yeah, no, I was about to <laughs> say... You tell them that we're right. going to the devil's butthole right <laughs> Hey, 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 you took the flaw, dude. It's, <laughs> oh, I know. It's what it is. Um, That's why I took it. All right. Um, the um, At but some point... Don't get into danger unless we're filming it. <laughs> you're filming me all the time, aren't you? Oh, that's what this is. Probably. Probably. <laughs> um, at some point, I am presuming that you will uh, uh, give me a give, give me your take on what you're doing with the evening. Is it uh, have you landed in one particular hotel bar or nightclub or the the I Opal Club? Start we started off on uh, the Lower East Side and meandered our way towards uh, Mid Crackton. <laughs> Mid Crackton. Um, <laughs> we ended up in a, in a nightclub called Sam's Club. Sam's, would this be? <laughs> so does that mean there's going to be a guy asking him to play it again, Rick? Yes. All right, fine. You're at Sam's Cafe, <coughs> Canadian. The prices are a little lower. <laughs> the uh, Sam's. Are you sure? Because I'm pretty sure these are the same prices. But you have to buy them in bulk. <laughs> wow, that Sam's. Okay, <laughs> welcome to Sam's. Um, uh, I am presuming that you were either cabbing or. 
stumbling. Cabbing. Cabbing. Yes, there's no reason. We do not walk in this time of year in New York. No, it's all Everybody for cabs. Calls. Everybody cabs. Fair enough. Especially all right. when I have two attractive ladies with me, and they're probably not in woolen anything. No, probably not. Well, at some point, uh, you uh, eventually will uh, go from cab to cab, and as you get into the cab, um, uh, uh, you climb into the cab and you get in the back seat, and uh, driver take Miss Two, and uh, Bunny says something about your Bunny says she's rather she's about to get hit. Oh, I think I you know I left my I left my handbag in the club. She turns around to walk away. Go back. Don't go without me. Cab door is closed. Slam. Guy in the front seat. Since, again, your perception roll wasn't real hot. There's two guys in the front seat. <laughs> One of them turns around and points a revolver at you. Are you sure you want to do that? Positive. Ah. Eek, says Evelyn. And Eek. clings to you in a manner that sort of communicates that she seems to be belaboring under the illusion that you're going to be able to either protect her or do something about this. Don't worry, Evelyn. Everything will be fine. <laughs> I've seen this happen many a times. <laughs> in, in, in the movies. <laughs> in the movies. <laughs> well, the cab pulls away from the corner, leaving Bunny, the radio. leaving Bunny squawking about, Yay! What are you doing? <laughs> cab drives off. I attempt to grab the gun. Excellent. This is going to go great. Give me a, um, let's see here. We're going to call that a brawl roll, I believe. So he might have to play bunny. I'm not. Now, I warn you, you took another, you, well, I think you took, the two things you took were danger magnet and lucky. Danger magnet, lucky, and gullible. And gullible, yeah. All right. That's why drink prices can be whatever they want. Yeah. Uh, so maybe there, there's a possibility that this will all even out somehow. Hopefully. Um, all right. So give me your um, brawl. Your brawl, which it looks which like six. it's it's six. Uh, and our mook, oh, no. I believe, is just a meager four. So let's see here how this goes. Go ahead, give me a, a six dice, please. All right. Ooh, three. Three. Oh, you're both uh, tied. Um, I'm going to suggest that uh, uh, making a, since you both, he rolled a three and you rolled a three, yeah. there's no result. So Shoot through the roof of the cab. So you've failed to uh, gain control of the firearm. Uh, he has, however, managed to cock the firearm. Oh. And say... Try that again, which may not be the smartest thing he's ever said to you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> he said that. I will try it again. All right. <laughs> Four. Four. Uh, well, that was really awful because he rolled a one that time. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's hope you don't shoot Evelyn in the head. All right. Let's see. Gun goes off. Evelyn breaks ball the car. I'll admit that's not supposed to happen. In, well, it happened in Pulp Fiction. So maybe it can happen here. But it's not the blonde, right? No, it's not the one. You, it's not the one you're paying the big bucks for. So that's a plus. I mean, I'm not there, but you know, I'm always there. You're always. All right, you've uh, you've got a hold of his pistol. Um, Evelyn makes an appropriate shriek and in a not helping kind of way. Um, yeah. I tell the tell I pointed at the driver saying pull over. Well, yeah, that they, with, with with four successes, would you roll four? Four. 
Three successes more than him. You actually snatched the gun out of his hand. It wasn't just you got to go. You went. He's now. You now have the gun. Um, they seem. I pull out my other flintlock and point it at the other. That guy, seems. So. That's confusing. Get me out of this cab now. Um, they uh make a frowny face. Make them take you somewhere warm. <laughs> I'd rather get out of the cab. The evening's not over with. First of all, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we're only at nine thirty. It is an official party. Um, these guys look unhappy with the results and uh, a little confused by the fact that you have a flintlock pistol, which again, I I, I'm, I find that hilarious. Um, a pair of dueling flintlock pistols. Uh, the cab pulls over to the side of the road. And um, he has to keep them after his late Evelyn, school. get out. Evelyn gets out. <laughs> Good, I follow her out. Now don't follow us. We hail another cab. I hail with the gun. <laughs> Oddly enough, no cabs stop uh, for a while. There's there's the part where no cabs stop, and um, at some point their cab, the, you know, the cab drives away, and then um, some guys, some flatfoot says, "Hey, you with the guns." <laughs> Put those down! And put your hands up! Shit. Movie props. <laughs> what can I do for you, officer? Uh, the officer then proceeds to arrest you uh, ah. for waving guns around in public, or, you know, just be waving it again. Try con. Tell them they're movie props. Maybe he recognizes you. <laughs> Quite possibly. Uh, you don't have a permit from the city of New York, do you, though? Wave guns around in public? No, I don't think you do. <laughs> um, you need a permit for said things? Uh, yeah, I think you do. Uh, unfortunately. Uh, I only take that because apparently in Doc Savage they keep asking, um, they keep asking uh, uh, Doc's minions when they're firing their machine gun pistols <laughs> in the city of, of New York. You got a permit for that? And they immediately pull out this thing that's... Well, of course I have a permit for this. It's from signed by the police commissioner himself. Oh, sorry there, Doc, Mr. Doc, sir. You're famous. <laughs> Please continue to fire. Don't you know, sir? I am the leading actor of the new movie. Uh, whatever uh, it's called. Whatever the vet from the Viscount, and these are his pistols, and I'm just showing them off to the town. Uh, yeah. How much? How much do you want to? How much do you want to resist the part where the handcuffs go? Oh no, I'm saying this as I'm being handcuffed. As you're being handcuffed. And they call for the paddy wagon, and Evelyn's like, "I'll I'll call the Viscount and tell him where you are." You Good. <laughs> and um, you are. You'll not hear the end of this. What is your name, officer? I will have your badge. I'm sorry. Don't you mean you will not hear the end? You will not hear the end of this. <laughs> what is your name, officer? I will have your badge for this. It's obviously something like Mulhoney or Clancy or you know Donovan. It's going to be something like that. It's and 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 you were thrown in the back of the paddy wagon, despite the fact that you were not Irish, and taken down to the tombs. To the tombs, as they call the lockup on Manhattan. I think they still have the tombs in the 1930s. Well, you're all to yeah. be beaten and sodomized. <laughs> well, again, like isn't that the part where you finish with? That's a Saturday night for me. <laughs> <laughs> not, last Saturday night. not last Saturday. Not last Saturday. What was that? Are you preparing to roll? No, no, no. I just want to get this out <laughs> of my pocket. There's the dollars. You put a little <laughs> more on that. <laughs> Things go okay. Um, needs a new shoes for the So, um... Various and sundry people have been left behind, but uh, at some point, Vince, while you're deciding how to 
track these people down, the first thing you come across is you get um, uh, a call from Evelyn uh, saying that uh, saying that help Kenton has been arrested and you have to come bond him out. Mm. <laughs> I do. Except for I'm going to bond him out under the name of Casper. Okay. Does that mean you're... Well, I mean, obviously you're spending his money. Yes. So, okay, you're not going to bail his bonds, but you're going to just cash him out of custody. Well, going down there to the tombs yourself? By yourself? No, good God. <laughs> Send the monkey. Are, there are people for that sort of thing. He's he, doesn't go, he doesn't go anywhere without me. I don't know why. <laughs> I put on my fur coat and marched down to the tombs with, you know, suitable entourage. Uh, which means him. And, I don't know, one or two of the mooks. Well, <laughs> you have mooks? Well, those, the people who... They're moving things. The grips. Those are, those are, well, that, there's, you have a, you have a cameraman, a, 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 well, the script girl's down at the tombs right now. You have a cameraman, a, a the, uh, sound engineer, you know. Dress them up like mooks and off yeah. we go. Airship, oh, I see. Airship <laughs> crewman. Uh, Jocko's busy with the, 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 the um, what's it called? What the, about Lefty? The one, the all, oh, that's true, Lefty's not busy right now. And he has that very intimidating hook. Yeah. So, that, there's something to be said for that. Vision. That's what these people lack. Vision. <laughs> <laughs> While he's talking, I roll myself a cigarette with paper. And think about Angel. No tobacco, just paper. Just paper. Just paper. <laughs> Light it up with Angel. Well, uh, it will not take you too long to uh, uh, get the uh, Hank Hansom out of the uh, out of the uh, lockup. But let me move over here. I tell them it was a publicity stunt. <laughs> you think that makes the price of the bond go up or down? What do you think? <laughs> and the mayor's in on it. <laughs> <laughs> wow! I'm going to use my con skill. All right, you do have you do have. Lying and conning. So let's see if we can actually put this to work so, on the nice police sergeant at the tomb. So how many dice you got there? Nine. Nine. That's a lot. <laughs> oh, let me check something here. I just want to make sure I'm reading your character. He's my very good friend. Why, the lieutenant governor was just over for dinner. I left him at the table to come here. All right. Let's go ahead and fire off nine dice, please. Senator Morehouse is going to be really displeased. Five. Five successes against, let's see, the intelligence of our desk sergeant. One. Uh, all right. Apparently, that's a, that, that incredibly feeble lie with no practical um, evidence to back it up seems to somehow fly past the dim wind. Well, you are wearing a lovely fur coat. Um, and, uh, and it's not monkey. I should... I should hope for Paris's sake it is not. You're not just keeping Paris around to fatten him up for the like the monkey muff or a monkey. Why well, that was the wrong word, was it? That wasn't. <laughs> I don't know where you're going. Monkey hats. You make a hat out of the monkey or a, mer- a shrug. Not a merkin. We're not making a merkin out of the monkey. <laughs> a monkey muff. There's not going to be a monkey merkin. Wow, that really the alliteration there is mind-boggling. Um, all right, you managed to free. Um, Mr. Knight, uh, from the jail. I make sure to give back my two pistols and the pistol that I stole from the cab driver. You do actually, one. you're actually one pistol up on the deal. Ha-ha. 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 Wasn't a complete loss. 
Um, Genius. See, I told you I'd take your place as kid. Like the tombs. Um, um, Use it in your research. Now, as far as... And it is at this point, though, nobody knows where mm, Bunny Brass is. We'll let you guys figure out that she's missing later. You are also not with the party. So let's figure out what you're up to, sir. I went out and had dinner with the police commissioner of New York. <laughs> we went back the to actual the police. police commissioner. <laughs> oh, yeah. We actually went back and I showed him the hypersonic pistol that I equip and talked about how this would revolutionize police work in New York. They could fire off shots without attracting undue attention of reporters. You could also have a special setting where it makes it very, very loud to intimidate. And then uh, after that, I go home and uh, I go back to the, my, my apartment. The mm-hmm. hotel room and uh, go to sleep next morning. Presuming that everything's going to be fine. Yeah, of course. Everything's going to be fine. We're right. getting on a. Not the it's, a scheduled, it's a scheduled departure. And the next morning, I have uh, breakfast with the Air Force Colonel and we go. No, no, Army Air Corps. Army Air Corps. <laughs> and we go, to the, uh, we go to the Zeppelin. I give him a private tour. I wave goodbye and I just stay on the Zeppelin waiting for it to start. No right. fuss, no bus. All right. So. At least. Good oh, Lord, there's more food. These are vegetarian. All right. In case anyone's vegetarian. So what if we're carnivores? I can't eat that. I'm a carnivore. Then they're not vegetarian. They're full of monkey. <laughs> Paris, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, just on the Paris no alone, I'm going to have to eat one of these. Now things. we're having Paris. Now we're having... <laughs> Well, honestly, I. They're very hot on the inside. Sa- sadly, you don't burn yourself. Sadly, we this. Sadly, this is not the actual end of of Paris or her Chihuahua. I would totally eat Paris Hilton egg rolls, absolutely. Just, just, just to say, I had a hand at removing this stain from the human race. So you could say you ate Paris Hilton. Ooh, you know what? Never mind. You, you put it that way, it totally puts my there's appetite on. There's not much meat on her. That's why I'm just busted on her family's private airstrip. What? 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 A plane full of cocaine was just captured on her family's private airstrip in Costa Rica. <laughs> huh. Huh. Well, everyone who's listening to this, if we ever get this podcast up on RPPR, clearly oh, you should hers. you should run out and immediately I check that on the interwebs. Thank you. Because, hmm, Hilton Family subsidizes reality show with cocaine transport. That's awesome. These are hot. Hilton Family yes. struggles to make it. <laughs> I really do. If only. They're going to sit for a while, I think, before they're safe. If only they had some source of revenue. Well, they don't own the Hilton Hotels any longer. What? Don't they? They do not. Oh. Well, they own part of it. I'm sure they have they're shares in part, it. They're part owners of them now, but they don't own them outright. I don't think they're controlling, have a controlling interest at all. Huh. They just keep the name because of the f- branding. Yep. Um, so who has not done anything yet? Oh, somebody. I haven't gotten around to... I've been busy uh, at leadership loading on uh, collapsible animal cages. Kinky. Mm-hmm. Um, at some point... While you're uh, at some point, um, uh, while you're loading up the uh, animals and whatnot, um, after uh, the Vicomte and uh, Deadeye Klondike Deadeye Bob, I may just have to call you Klondike Deadeye because the Bob part's just too much. 
<laughs> it's actually Klondike Deadeye. Call him Old Deadeye. That's old dead what he eye. wants. He is old. So old Deadeye. Old Deadeye. Uh, I am going to have to, uh, after they have taken off, they're going to take care of the uh, problem with the, uh, the arrest. Um, Buddy Brass does turn up and, you know, uh, comes uh, wandering into the uh, area around the airship looking for Vince, looking for uh, the Vicomte, and uh, uh, probably finds you and uh, Rias doing your actual academic things uh, and uh, actual preparation to leave stuff. And uh, wants to know, wants to announce that that Mister um, McKnight so was was kid was kidding it. They're they're super fun. And this concerns us how? Well, he's the star of the movie, isn't he? Oh, who's my guy? My leading man. If he's been kidding it. So what do we know? We haven't seen anything. The Viscount hasn't. We haven't. Been You've seen him rush in and out, uh, looking a little harassed and a little harayed. But um, uh, all you saw, you heard a lovely trunk. Mm-hmm. Uh, you apparently, after having uh, heard the trunk, reported to somebody who looked reasonably competent, completely decided, well, that doesn't concern me anymore. I've done. So you didn't even saw how it turned out. You did not even hear, how, you know, so you may not have, you may, and I presume you saw them later, uh, but uh, you may have seen them later, but uh, you didn't actually see how it turned out, except that clearly since he's walking around, problem solved. He wasn't no, in the trunk or something. Yeah, or problem is solved. Whatever the problem was, it's solved. I'm sure this will work itself out just fine. Well, she is uh, not particularly, what do you call, uh, uh, assaged by your words of, of consolation there, because you're terrible at it. Assuaged. Assuaged. All right, there you go. Assuaged. Um, or assaged? Like Julian Assaged? Okay. Um, He's not born yet. Good point. Uh, so, eventually you'll, and she, she continues to sort of you know, wander around asking anyone who appears to be even remotely in charge of things, where's the Vicon, where's, you know, where's uh, Deadeye, where's everybody, you know, the, they, the, 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 the taxi driver, the kidnapped uh, Evelyn and Miss Evelyn, and, you know, do either of you have anything to want to address this, or do you want to go, I'm sure it'll all be fine, and get back to your work? Well, the Ladango people of the South Pacific have a phrase, Utag Waku, which basically translated to the gods give us food, but they don't cook it for us. And I'm going to leave it at that. <laughs> your, your, your words wash over her tiny pin brain. Um, and uh, uh, you can see that you can see the gears moving behind those big blue eyes, but you're not quite sure that um, anything was actually communicated. Eventually, uh, however, it does get her to, after telling her that, it does get her to stop talking to you. <laughs> so on that level, it was, it was a clear Good success. Um, however, she does report herself uh, to the next most authoritarian-looking figure, which would be you with all the rifles and stuff, and uh, again reports the same information that, the, that, the, that, that Mr. Knight was kidnapped. Shouldn't we tell Mr. We need to tell Mr. Knight and Mr. Vicon uh, okay. about this. Not Mr. Vicon. Vicon's the title. Yeah, you carried a woman named Bunny Brass. You're Mr. Vicon. <laughs> well, but she has amazing gifts. Yes, tracts of land. <laughs> Those two, but she's also you're also Mr. Vicon. Yeah. You take, with, you take the good with the bad. 
Don't worry about it, dear. Just go ahead and get yourself comfortable. Here, we're all meeting. I'm sure it'll be along shortly. Yes. I'm sure that I'm sure the Vicon Vicon will be along shortly, and we can explain everything then. All right. Um, you prevent her from wandering off, like perhaps to go get cops or to go get the, uh, 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 go back to her apartment um, or wherever. Um, uh, now, eventually, you guys, as you've already said what you're doing, when they're on the, the three of you. And, uh, Vincent. Yes. Uh, how did you get down to the tombs? Uh, the subway, perhaps? <laughs> What's that? <laughs> <laughs> You've lived in New York your whole life, haven't you? I took my private limousine. All right. Fair enough. Uh, who's driving? Him. I don't drive. <laughs> <laughs> he rides horses. I am not driving. You're not there. A goon? One of the A- goons. A goon. Well, by goon, you mean the cameraman. Lefty. Uh, yes. Lefty. He's driving. Yeah, his name is, uh, let's see here. Wow, that's a good name. Let's call him James Jax. James, James Jax. James Jax. I call him JJ. Yeah. All right, JJ it is. Fine. Again, more of that player, player-developed content I keep talking about. <laughs> All right, your cameraman is JJ. Hey, hey, drive me to the tombs. Uh, sure, he says, um, and gets behind the wheel and doesn't appear to be particularly afraid of the car. Fantastic. Hi. On the way home. I don't really know how to drive, I don't think. Maybe I do. Don't know. Really? <laughs> I think it's on this character sheet somewhere. Let's see what it says. It says... Oh, no, he has drive. Yes, he has drive. Fantastic. I know how to drive. Hooray! Hooray. You know of driving. <laughs> you know what the problem with the front of the car is? No drink holder. Are you, you sure? Those. Isn't that what a passenger is for? Patent pending. All right. That's what a passenger is for, though. To hold the drink. To hold the drink. Or to pull down the glove compartment that's actually a bar. I've seen the Thin Man movies. I'm pretty sure everything that came out in this year had a, had a drink holder. Prohibition <laughs> <laughs> had only ended two years before. We're still celebrating the access to, the ready access to booze. And most likely, Charles. if it's his car, the glove compartment has been converted into a booze cabinet. <laughs> gloves. Who carries gloves? Well, I have gloves, but that's not what I put in the glove compartment. Or as I like to call it, the mini bar. Alright, you <laughs> Alright, you three. I'm gonna need another perception roll from you guys. From All right. me as well? Uh you, from me? The three who are out uh driving out to the tombs and going no. back again. Not okay. me. Uh that's not me. That would be you Vincent and us. Vince, perception not you, roll. Sir. I do not Perception roll it is. Three. I'm, I'm ready to do that. Roll. Here I am rolling it. I got four. You got two. Alright. I'm remarkably skilled, considering right. my general state of drunkenness. Well, all right. Um, I'm going to go ahead and point out that you are living up to your steely-eyed, steely-jawed, steely-brained, you know, potential. <laughs> you have no clue. What you, you, have, you don't see it coming. Um, <laughs> I swerve. And by the way, I'm going to go ahead and go with the Rolls-Royce Phantom Three, only because um, it'll be really entertaining to smash it up. Um, 
And um, with poor old JJ in the front seat and everyone else crammed in the back. Um, actually, uh, we'll put you in the front seat. Yep, that would be the Christmas. What's happening? Well, uh, you're the one who spots it. Uh, because perhaps um, whilst you have fought Indians and um, uh, tracked rustlers, uh, you haven't really done it in New York City. Nor in a car. Nor in a car. So it's only Vince who uh, initially perceives that um, once you guys go to the tombs and uh, pull out and start to drive back to the Empire State Building, you're being followed. I announced to the driver, we're being followed. JJ says, what am I supposed to do about it? Evade. You can do that? Well, how? I... I'm not a professional driver. I'm a Take an illegal left. Take an illegal left. <laughs> all right. Let's see how well this goes. Left. Let's see how well this goes. Okay. We'll call that two successes. Okay. Well, um, he does manage to do an illegal left. Fantastic. And uh, there's a sound of screeching tires. And now swerve down that alley. What's going on? <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so sorry an NPC is doing this. Well, he managed to go down the alley. That one-way alley. <laughs> no one said it was one-way. It has a truck in it. Not moving. Nope. <laughs> no, it's moving. It's totally moving. Yeah, <laughs> you can see both headlights. It's totally moving. Um, Don't go towards the light. Uh, JJ manages to put the car down the alley. Uh, he then proceeds to uh, remain the legal turn, and you hear some horrible sounds of Screeching in tires behind you, and uh, looking over your, looking out the rear view of the Rolls Royce Phantom Three, uh, you are able to see the uh, big hulking Packard make that illegal left hand turn right after you. However, you've chosen an alley, so uh, again, he did fine going down the alley. The Packard does not. Uh, it takes. I'm a genius. Let's see here. I don't know about a genius, but the uh, the Packard ends up. Smashing into uh, dumpsters. You're and, a genius uh, at having a car slightly smaller than a Packard. Yeah, um, which is well done. relatively easy to do, actually, now that I think of it. Um, and uh, takes some structural damage uh, going down the, 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 uh, the alley. Um, however, let's go ahead and quickly roll. Okay. <laughs> um JJ is not, again, as I mentioned, a professional driver. No. You've chosen Morley. The cameraman. The cameraman is not the best driver you've ever hired. He's not really that good of a cameraman. I hired him for exceptional delts. <laughs> I was wondering about that. Yeah, eventually, something like that was going to come up. All right. Um, sadly, because I'm uh, doing, write this, that down. doing this as a battle between NPCs, I'm going to... Shorten it rather than make do a roll for everything. I'd like to lean out the window and fire behind me. Well, you'd better do that because, and it's not going to be hard because that uh, Packard mile that may have smashed its uh, one of its lights out while coming down the alley behind you has caught up and, in fact, has rammed the back of your Rolls Royce Phantom Three. How dare damage. they smash! Your license plate flies off. The uh, crumples. First of all, I would like to roll to see if I spill my drink. All right, fair enough. That would be under your dexterity. <laughs> one day you got my dexterity is two. Roll. I got one success. Well, then you don't spill your drink. Fantastic. Then I would like to lean out the window, 
Or just shoot out the you want to shoot out the back window? It's no, it's um, my car. I stole your iPhone. I'm going to lean out the window and shoot. Plus, it looks very dramatic. Wind blowing in my hair. Fair enough. <coughs> All right, you're gonna go ahead and shoot the car. All right. Here's what you do. You take your. Um, that's fine. You uh, take your uh, pistol skill, and okay. what you want to use is the rating, not the um, not the average. So I am slightly crumped. Your fire sitting there in fear at yes. the moment because three, so you car, seven. car thing. So I roll seven. So right. two blues and a white. Now that your skill is seven. Uh, his skill is four plus the, the three pistol. From the pistol. pistol. Got it. So you do. You are rolling seven. Correct. Five. Five. All right. Now, since we're in a moving vehicle, and that once again, I'm remarkably talented considering. So let me I just go ahead that. and. Really, <laughs> Different Let's character, but yes. <laughs> Same mentality. Same mentality. <laughs> if there was opium, you'd have it. It's a convertible. Okay. Well, yes. But there's not here. Is it really a convertible? The Rolls Royce uh, Phantom 3? It's, yes. It's of course it's convertible. <laughs> Which means. It's you... a stately British car of the utmost luxury. That's the one I have. Independent I front suspension. Yes. And I even like the color. The picture in here is a convertible, but that does not mean it's. Yeah, I don't think I want it. It comes in convertible. Does it good rain? All right, so uh, you rolled uh, five five successes. The uh, bouncing down an alley in in this uh, car actually gives you a minus four, but that's the one success by my. Let's see here. And I want to shoot wow. the driver in the face. All right. Well, that's a little more difficult. That's a lot more difficult. Uh, in that case, you have definitely missed. All right. I'll just shoot anyway. Uh, but you do make a loud bang sound. And it's very dramatic. The bullet goes flying over the other direction. Um, uh, you probably have an easier time shooting the actual vehicle than you would shooting the guy. Well, of course. That's what I'm doing. Well, we'll download it next time. So, let's see if your shooting at them has provoked a response, which, of course, it has. Everyone duck. <laughs> By everyone, I mean me. Quack. So, he fell, fell back. I'm going to I'm gonna have to go through this book. And Are they not intimidated by my bravery? Out of the various sections that mooks appear in. So, I can have a nice file of mooks that I can quickly turn to. Is it this one? It's in there, yes. All right, let's see Oops. here. That's a lot of points. Alright. I'm eating all these and I apologize to everybody else who wants one. No, we have more. Oh. And there's chicken fingers in there. Alright. Chicken talons. What? Chicken talons. Chicken talons? Chicken talons, chicken talons are. You're not talking feet, are you? There's nothing under Mook. I've got a whole. Well, no, there's like, like, like under the mafia. They have, they have a, a template for a mafia I soldier. To make a hat. But the one thing, but they're all like a a the mafia's after us now. We probably should take off a bit early. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did pretty much who's been after you this entire time. Just wait for you to go out and get breakfast tomorrow morning. I <laughs> can <laughs> not keep track of everyone who's after me. <laughs> it's really difficult. I'm it's really don't have, difficult. Don't you have an assistant to keep track of these things? I had to kill them. <laughs> Actually, they had to kill us. The monkey. <laughs> <laughs> it's the monkey. It's Paris. It's Paris. I've never trusted that monkey. My monkey. I've never trusted that monkey. All right. I have a fur coat and a monkey. Clearly, I'm an environmentalist. <laughs> wow. All right. So, um, 
There is a uh, an enormous hit. response. Your bang uh, produces a hail of bullets uh, coming the other direction. Um, they have machine guns, don't they? Yes. Apparently, well, apparently this one does. Um, the car, the uh, <laughs> the Rolls Royce Phantom Three. JJ, turn left. Begins to disintegrate around you as everyone's what huddled on the floor of this thing. Pretty much. Uh, okay, everyone's huddling on the floor. JJ is also huddling on the floor, which is making driving more interesting. While he's down there, he should push on the gas pedal. Okay. I point back at them and fire when I get a chance. You're in the car. Of course, I'm in the car. This is oh, after, after we picked him up from the tombs, not before. I'm in the car. Too. I am. I'm in the front seat, going like this. What? <laughs> Everyone who has a gun, shoot backwards. All right. I can't believe you guys let me take the lead. Why would you do that? <laughs> I'm in a car. You're the lead. Miles an hour. This is freaky. He, he 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 is a bit of a luddite. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> As he says, so I, I wait till the the gunfire from the back kind of settles down. Of course, both of us right. pop up. If there is a pause, just... I will get up and I will take a couple shots. All right, go ahead and uh, shoot get... the driver in the face. <laughs> that's your answer to everything. That's his battle. Yeah, that's his answer to everything. Shoot him in the face. Shoot him in the face. All right. So, so now we're going right. back towards a different role. So it's eight plus two. Somebody uh, needs a now, stabbing. If I remember correctly, one of the things you took uh, was was it um, big shot? Uh, what was the the talent you took? That was something like. Um, Accuracy or something yeah, like that? Yeah, have accuracy of one. We could just call shots from the team. Okay. So you could... And I do aim at the driver. All right. So Not necessarily at the space, but at him. All right. Fair enough. So you've got the uh, reduced called shots penalty, which I think is like minus four. So I'm going to pop that open. Okay. So let's try and... All right, this is what happens when I get to do a... Ooh, wow. All right, that's actually quite a bit of uh, bonus. Sweet. Whew. All right, so normally it's... Uh, what I'm reading here is for called shots, it is a minus eight penalty if you want to pick out something particular. I, I, wow. You get to ignore that. Yes. Uh, which means you do not have to worry about having to get through the armor... Of the vehicle in order to cause damage to the driver if you yes. make this hit. So. Do I get to roll my full 13? So I think you're going to get. Let me just make sure. You get minus four because you're bouncing around in a car. I'll take that. So you're down to nine at this point. Uh, range, since they caught up to you and they bashed into the back of the car uh, and then proceeded to machine gun the car, the car, the, the, the Phantom 3 is not looking good. All right, you guys are. It's extremely bashed up. But you are at within short range. There's no minuses to uh, your uh, roll. There's no minuses to your roll as far as distance. There's no there's no minuses for the headlights because they smashed them out of the back of your car. Plus, they took one out on one of those dumpsters. So I think you. I'm thinking you get the full nine dice. So go Sweet. ahead. And but give me. I will say I was not smart enough to load that extra bullet that I already shot. That's true. We're you're, you're still got five rounds in this thing. So All right. How many do I get a fire? Uh, let me go ahead and check what the rate of fire on this thing is. I think the rate on this uh, revolver is. Uh, 
Great is M. Does that mean anything? That says medium. Okay. Speed A. All right. All right, so go ahead and give me uh, that nine dice, please. All right. And you only got five back. All right. Oh, six. I'm sorry. Six. All right. Let me go ahead and check what this damn thing says about... I think (laughs) there's... uh, Hopefully, I'm going to get to do this smoother as I go along, but there's the basic defenses of the character, but since you don't have to worry about shooting through the vehicle... You know, as soon as the bullet enters the the driver's head, the car is blocked. Yeah, that's a (laughs) well-known... We could have. If all of us would have played along and been like, all right, right, we should leave. Uh, All right. Uh, It looks like uh, his defense is four, (laughs) and you rolled six six successes? Usually. Six, correct. Six, all right. Yes. Uh, then it looks like you've hit this guy. You've actually hit the driver and shot him and caused uh, two lethal wounds. In his face? Well, somewhere in his upper torso area. All right. Um, Please let me be it. Uh, Jocko. Let's see. Sorry. JJ, let's roll for his car driving. And then let's roll for... All right. Um, uh you were still like directing Jocko to drive like or whatever. He had an iron butt. He did. <laughs> um, JJ manages not to wreck the rattling wreck of your Rolls Royce Phantom Three. It was the least. Um, <laughs> of course it was. Was there ever any doubt? <laughs> um, you're dragging your back bumper along. There's a shower of sparks coming off the back of it. Um, it's like a parade. <laughs> Just he's returning it to the the Empire State Building, throwing the keys to a valet. Bark it. <laughs> Um, you uh, you manage to get uh, you manage to hit the guy, and he manages not to make his drive roll. Um, the uh, Packard goes from forty five to fifty miles an hour to zero as it plows into some parked cars uh, here on this uh, street in the middle of uh, New York and Manhattan. I pop Manhattan. up and start shouting, and that's what you get. <laughs> <laughs> Miss with the bull. Get the horns. Is that what you're going to tell them? Thank God you hire well. I was thinking the, the Sherman <laughs> Super Bowl thing. That's what you get. Mm-hmm. Right? That's something. Yeah, ish. Yeah. Is that right? Very close. You're good. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've known discharge your pistol twice in New York. Let's see if Johnny Law has anything to say about it. Nope. Not at the moment. Um Publicity stunt. Now, you are now, again, <laughs> you are now. Publicity uh, JJ is hyperventilating in the front seat, and you guys are careening through the streets of. Come on, JJ, man up. Uh, of of Manhattan, mm. definitely. The damage that was rolled by the uh, the Thompson machine gun reduced the structure. Uh, vehicles have hit points, and the, this game sets up vehicles so they almost look like animals, animals and uh, monsters and dinosaurs and whatever. Even airplanes <clears throat> sort of work the same way. They have a defense, they have uh, a size rating, and they have a structure rating. Structure being hit points of vehicles. Yeah, the um, the Rolls Royce went from eight structure points to two. As to after it's getting machine gunned by the and by the gangsters, it's it's looking a little yes, please. It's looking a little colanderish at this point. It's not looking real good. But 
It is amusing in that it's got the, the roof that's barely attached and the windows are all shot out. And the, the, there's good, great air conditioning. Sure, sure. In the winter, I should point that you're driving through Manhattan in January as this freezing cold air is blowing now through the car. Luckily, somebody somebody remembered to bring a fur coat. Um, Now, my question is, do you go back to the Zeppelin? Or do you uh, detour across town to pick up the good doctor and get him back to the Zeppelin? I think we should get everybody on board the Zeppelin and perhaps judiciously leave. All right. Oh, God. So you're... My life's in danger, man. You're, you're, <laughs> you're, you're bedding down for the night. You're, you've got, you know, a glass of warm milk, one presumes, or possibly an oscilloscope. I don't know what, 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 what you take to bed with you, or, you know. Um, you have your marvelously laid out Art Deco, you know, apartment, one presumes, uh... In, uh, in Manhattan here. Nobody's tried to kill me tonight. Nobody has tried to kill me tonight. <laughs> uh, you've had nothing but good discussions with the um, uh, police commissioner about your new... Uh, what was Hypersonic. Pistol? Hypersonic pistol. Yeah. Now... Which you should bring with us. Oh, yes, clearly. <laughs> um, the hyper... Oh, there we go. Lord, it's like, in a, it's like in a glass boot, or at least a glass peg leg. <laughs> filled with beer. Check crystal. And mm. just to interject, I do remember to load my gun this time. This time? Excellent. Two more 45 long cold rounds go right with it. You know, you might want to think about we should all bring ammunition. Crystal. No reload. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'll stick with mine. Do you have to shake it? Is it like at some point? It has to be around sound. It absorbs <laughs> sound and recharges itself by it. Now that is some weird science. That is <laughs> Put it fr- right next to the engine. So we have Bunny Brass, right? It's actually very uh, Yeah, she found her way back to the... Because uh, her voice has got to charge that thing. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> wow. If that's, the, if that's the great Bunny Brass, her name is a killing word. <laughs> great. She is the Kwisat Anorak. <laughs> Fantastic. All right, so... We need you, Bunny. We need you. Um, she's fretting at the Zeppelin, is where she is. So, um, you drive this bullet-ridden um, Rolls-Royce uh, with the back bumper crushed in uh, up to... The valet. The valet at his building. <laughs> I presume tell him not to park it any. Don't park it where you didn't last time, because that's when this shit happened. <laughs> <laughs> tell him not to scratch on it. <laughs> <laughs> the... Valet gives you the open mouth gate that you would expect from an order like that concerning a wreckage like this. If you give it a polish, I'll send you a quarter. <laughs> and the rest of you charge upstairs to bang on your door in the middle of the night. I kind of saunter out. <laughs> no, sorry. You stroll. Yes. Meander, perhaps. Saunter. Saunter. They're and just all there. There's a. You are woken up in the middle of the night by ding dong. I answer the door, of course, expecting no trouble. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, it's four of your companions. There's, um, I suppose, JJ's still with the car, really. Yes. Um, there's the uh, young woman, Evelyn Smythe, who uh, you may have seen around the Mr. The, the, the Three Ring Circus that is uh, the Vicomte. Production. Um, she's arrived with his leading man, um, that cowboy feller who you've been seeing around, and well, the Vicomte himself. Hello. Uh, hello. They smell slightly of cordite. 
<laughs> and I believe there's some broken glass in your fur, still in your fur coat from Kodite and Gin. <laughs> that should be the name of our adventure. <laughs> what, what, Chapter what? two of Cordite and Gin. What, what's all this? Congratulations. We're leaving early. But <laughs> my meeting with the army. I have a meeting with the army tomorrow morning. They will be there. Oh well. When he what, when he gets back? <laughs> they'll always be there. No, they'll they'll still be there tomorrow morning. But, we're gonna, <laughs> but what about the band? What about the band? What about the publicity that you were so excited about? It'll all happen. <laughs> it's a publicity stunt. It's a publicity stunt. <laughs> well, it's not like they're going to remember many of those battles that were with that idiot front. And... All right. <laughs> I'll just go and leave a message with the uh, front. And I brought chicken fingers. <laughs> I didn't know they had fingers. Oof. I'm not too sure about the finger part. Have you ever tried that in dim sum? The chicken feet? The chicken feet? Mm, yeah. I've never had the courage. I, I it just, oh man, it looks like a bunch of little tiny velociraptors weren't, just weren't. I also had fried chicken bones. <laughs> you take little tiny bones, wrap them lovingly in cartilage, batter it, and fry it. What? As that is some would say, it won't kill you. I'm like, oh, wow. <laughs> I've had hey, steak in Texas. There was nothing I could do. <laughs> one of these is, is about one of these chicken fingers is about the size of Texas. You need a knife? Would you? It is yes, a please. giant chicken finger. Wow! What kind of knife? See do what you need I mean? Plates? Um, I have napkins. Just a knife to cut this one that's about that is, as long. That is, is the John a, Holmes uh, of chicken fingers. It's, it's a little... <laughs> it's wow. a I little prodigious. Well, there you I'm, go there. I'm not sure I can eat that one now. Yeah, I've ruined it. Yeah, I, I can't I'll take it. now. See, that's how, I get the, that's how I get the big chicken fingers by grossing you out. Uh, I get to have the chicken finger. Finger in parentheses. Yeah, quotation marks. Air quotes. Little so, finger. Even though it makes no sense to me, the fact is that I know that the crew will execute themselves reasonably well. So I'll go to the front desk and write a letter to be delivered to the army, and then I'll pack my stuff within minutes because I travel a lot. Yeah. And uh, present yourself at their luxurious limousine, which will no doubt sweep you away to... Oh, and this is all like <laughs> this is the shot up limousine. Yes, this is the sh- they, they, yes. They, they they come around. <laughs> I thought you were going to like um, uh, uh, J- JJ seems to think that one of the tires is losing air. <laughs> <laughs> you know what you need is hypersonic. <laughs> Hypersonic tires sounds fantastic. You should set to work on that. While we're on the trip, I'll uh, I'll, I'll talk to you about some things that you might might need that I can help you out with. I'll walk there. I'll meet you there. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's a bad idea. Is it dangerous? Because <laughs> I'm looking at your car. It seems a little no. The car's fine. Those are ventilation shafts. Shaft? Are there taxis running at this point? Yes, yes, there are taxis. <laughs> Ventilation pours. I can't help out the taxi. All right. And it'll be less crowded this way. <laughs> I'll take the taxi. So you prefer not to go with the bullet magnet? No, yeah, no. I'll, I'll meet them there. <laughs> All right, fair enough. The correct answer is it's a convertible, of course. It's a convertible, of course. You know, these are speed holes. <laughs> they make the car more efficient by sucking in outside air and converting it into energy. These are fascinating theories. We'll discuss them. We'll take about last six inches of John. Wow. 
Thanks, Kevin. <laughs> you ruin everything. <laughs> Yay! Or make it better. Now you sound like my wife. <laughs> <laughs> All right. There we go. Chicken fingers it is. So assuming that they make it back without another fight. <laughs> you don't need one. Well, I'm running out of mooks. Yes. Right. Uh, you guys managed to... Uh, one mook at a time. Stumble back to the airship. Um, or stumble back to the Empire State Building. In convoy, I presume. Oh, yes. Armed convoy. When I get there, the first thing I'm doing is... Taking a thorough pass through the airship, making sure there's no bombs planted on board, quizzing the crew to see if they've seen anything odd. Yeah, there was this thing where um, uh, there's this thing where they put the Vicon in a trunk. Not and, that part. <laughs> um, right. And then uh, Miss, uh, yeah, and then and then Miss Buddy Brass came through screaming that they'd kidnapped Kenton. Nope, not that part either. Oh, okay. Well, that's all the weirdness that they saw. Yeah. Um, um, Bunny's here. Oh, yes. Um, uh, she decided to wait and see um, if... Uh, Hello, doll. She throws herself onto you. You know, there's kind of that... If she slams into you, there's that sound that, uh, you know, uh, balloon animals make when you're making them. You know. Bunny, darling, we missed you. We were filming. Publicity was I? And she said her first question was, well, you know, was you filming without me? No, the, the part where you screamed... Yeah. Brilliant. Glorious. Genius. Oh, It's okay. going to get you an Oscar. Roll con. <laughs> Roll your nine dice of con. <laughs> I just want to see, I just want to see what the numbers look like as you, as you lie to this. Five. Okay, five successes. Yeah, all right. You, you lie to this trainable. <laughs> I mean, somewhere in that range. Um, with the, the, uh, uh, dedicated program, she can be eventually taught to, you know, cook her own meals. And I think of her of Paris, too. <laughs> I'm going to point out that the monkey is clearly clever. I know. We may not get along. <laughs> you mean you and the monkey? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> not, not Bunny. That'll be fine. No, she'll, she's fine. Well, she's thrilled that it's not really a problem, and flounces flounce off to find, uh, you know, an appropriate uh, uh, place to be uh, birthed, I guess. Tell her to pack plenty of peroxide. Like that hasn't already happened. There's a giant, there's a giant uh, steamer trunk. Filled with trunks. I grab my case of liquor, put on my pack, and I'm ready to go. I'm going to start pre-launch preparations, which I'm, is mostly me doing log checks. Go ahead. And I was me. already in. Is there a place on the airship where I can hang a hammock rather than sleep on these Absolutely. beautiful, I'm sure, incredibly soft uh, wooden bunks that you've got built here? Absolutely. Mm, sure, we can find a place. All right. So I'll be kind of like, yeah. There is no problem. Swing, there is no problem slinging a hammock. Uh, that is not a problem at all. Well, so distribution, no biggie. <laughs> so, so roll. I need you to give me. Um, well, let me. Uh, this perception roll is going to be tempered by some of your other skill points. And since you did not get me a uh, character, I don't think you got me a character sheet, did you? No, no wait, you did. I said to you. All right, you did. Excellent. Not everybody did. He says. Wow. I know. Man, who could he be talking about? Mm. I'm the worst. 
All right, I'm right there with you. Ooh, perception. Mm, okay. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to say that this is going to be a combination of your crafts mechanics and your uh, perception. So throw those two numbers together and then mm. give me a roll. That's a pretty good same size. <laughs> wow. Uh, Is anyone on this ship taller than five one? I'm five nine. I'm well, it's the thirties. Oh small. my god! Okay, what'd you get? Four. Four. All right. <laughs> oh man! As far as you can tell, well, it looks good to me. There are, really, we gotta get this hammock thing figured out. <laughs> <laughs> well, apart from the part where the hammock is uh, interfering with the hum drive. <laughs> It is, it is the hum drive, right? Mm, it's a hum dinger. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Apart from that, I haven't heard it go ding yet. <laughs> when it does, that little ready. thing pops out and lets you know it's done. Mm. That's ding. after we're above the clouds. Is that how we take off? We wait for it to ding? Four. No, as far as you can tell. Blues are three, right? I didn't just screw ding. that up. What was that? These are three. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, I didn't screw so it up. you know it's Two, zero, one, three. Mm. Boy, there's a, lot, there's, there's a lot of people. <laughs> do we have a Gatling gun on the ship? <laughs> Why, no, you do not. Huh. We don't have what? A Gatling gun. I was thinking we might need to strafe the top of the Empire State Building before we leave. <laughs> nope, sorry. <laughs> you know, if there's... That's gonna... don't, Look, take, this isn't... don't take it for granted that we don't have a built-in gun. Yeah, I'm gonna, <laughs> I was going to suggest that maybe, just maybe, it might not be in your best interest. To strafe the city of New York. <laughs> Otherwise, they're going to King Kong you with the local, you know, biplanes. What, what are they going to do for with us? King Kong with, with, with their biplanes? Yes. <laughs> their kites? Their motorized kites? All right. Remember, it's 1936 motorized kites. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure about this time they're one wing single. Well, they're working on it. There's plenty of planes that are single wing by this time. Um, those but we no wings of the have the Oklahoma Excelsior. <laughs> yes, they're no the match for the Oklahoma noise. Excelsior. All right, which I will always announce with one arm raised high. Oklahoma Excelsior. Proper way to announce it. <laughs> the um, just saying, designed by a man with a seven and gunnery cannons. Clearly, <laughs> <laughs> you have some less than peaceful plans for these new zeppelins. <laughs> Can we broadside something? <laughs> Anything? How about the Statue of Liberty? Mm, no, those those uh, the the gangsters have to have a hideout. <laughs> yes, well, there's that problem with the the hide part of it. Damn it, because that would be super hot. They would leave me alone after that. I'm sure that if you burn if you burn down their clubhouse, they'll be completely demoralized. <laughs> oh, do you hear why? An, an aerial bombardment tends to take the wind out of your sails. Well, perhaps if you get back from Elsa, uh, Isla Boca del Diablo, you can push a velociraptor in the <laughs> aluminum cage out over their fucking wharf. You know, their 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 dockside warehouse. <laughs> Come to a skylight and open up. That's true. That's a are valuable we... specimen. I will not have it mistreated. Are we ready to launch? Oh yeah, it's I think you are. Hunting studies. Oh, it's... Because we have to head off to the butthole of the devil with all speed. <laughs> Boca, not butthole. But never mind. Before we launch, I'll just finish launch preparations and hit the on switch. Yes, That's most do that. of me doing lots of log checking and finally go to one switch. <laughs> That's it. Is that a giant, giant lever or something. Mm-hmm. Not the hypersonic drive. Mm. <laughs> well, sure enough, you guys detach your zeppelin, the Oklahoma 
Excelsior. <laughs> from the moorings at the top, and apparently that's that's something crazy. The world, the uh, there was apparently plans to turn that into a. Uh, it was. Yeah. It was originally it was built an, for that. It, yeah. yeah. But I don't never, know if they ever docked anything. They did never docked anything. But it was designed for that. Yeah. No, exactly how the gangplanks were supposed to work is mysterious. I know. I'm very curious about that too. Yeah. How did you get? How did you dees 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 up? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> well, they 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 have that rip scene. Lines. What was that? Rip lines. Rip lines. <laughs> yes, they have you rip line down to the observation decks below. I think the observation deck was supposed to be the dock, so they would have. Platform sticking out from one yeah. side, so you could have technically two, something docking and something leaving at the same time. Wow, they're expecting that much traffic. Yes, because it's going to be zeppelin, <laughs> zeppelin, zeppelins in this new age of air wonder and travel. Because no one's ever going to get tired. They work of out so well, and nothing ever goes wrong. Never. Mm, hey, yeah. just repopular mechanics. It'll be back. Yeah, <laughs> they've been promising me that so. for about fifty years. Every year, zeppelins. You're not even remotely kidding. I'm I mean, not. I, I mean, I'm every not. year, mechanics has yes. this dirigibles. So the the battle dirigible, the cargo hauling dirigibles. I don't care what the hell they have to make up. There will be a theatrical dirigible. <laughs> they will do it once dirigible, a year. The musical. Some <laughs> artist concept. <laughs> One of my favorites was a. Um, Something from a Russian magazine I found, which was a the atomic dirigible. Yeah, which was this you know giant even safer. Yeah, even safer. <laughs> <laughs> and it was lined with asbestos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're gonna get right on that atomic asbestos dirigible, no problem. <laughs> right, you guys, uh, well, you know, release from the uh, the mooring uh, mooring lines. Should we count down? And now. Mr. The, Jocko, uh, hmm? take us out. <laughs> uh, Jocko manages not to scratch off the name of Oklahoma. He <laughs> try off the side you know, by running the Zeppelin up against the side of the Empire State Building. Should we yell a Screeching, <laughs> you know, scratching the word Oklahoma off because he will always prefer Excelsior. <laughs> He's not sure why it's named Oklahoma. Because it's a state. Theatrical, kid. Yeah, it wants it to sound good, clean American airship. Instead of one of those highfalutin names like Excelsior or right. Zephyr, They're clearly foreigners. <laughs> All right, your uh, airship slides uh, loose of its mooring and uh, <laughs> drifts off in the night air over uh, the fabulous city of New York. You look down on the city that never sleeps. It continues. Not this Not awesome. sleep. Nice. We yell. Five minutes later, I go, crap, I forgot something. I of course you did. Pouring everybody to death with the safety records of Zeppelin. <laughs> <laughs> so much safer than a car. <laughs> we yell, ahoy, New York. We crack champagne. There's. You pass the lady with the torch out front. You know, we wave. Hi. Hi. Goodbye. Rock guy. See you later. We do. You don't look over the side for any reason. Don't. Whatever. We do a quick radio broadcast. It's like, uh, um, there's a. I will point out that the double-edged adventure hour drawn from its sheath, like a sword of intrepidude. <laughs> I was gonna go with fiction, but all right. <laughs> intrepidude pointed towards the future. Can we challenge the word intrepidude? <laughs> it's on the radio. It's already out there. It's already out there. People are now using it in everyday conversation. <laughs> Too late. 
well, the lore for Annie. <laughs> the um, your basic uh, your your itinerary for this trip is across the Atlantic to Cairo, where you will fly over the pyramids and um, the Mameluk Palace. Possibly uh, refuel. Can we can we dock on the pyramids? Have they turned them into zeppelin moorings? <laughs> that would be perfect. <laughs> I always see that. I always see that shot of the Graf Zeppelin over Egypt, and there's this thing where people had apparently hauled up a table and chairs to the top of the, oh, which yeah. you can't do anymore because you're fucking up a piece of history yeah. that's irreplaceable. But back then, you could shoot the nose off the Sphinx, haul some chairs up yeah. there. Yeah, but they have like a little like tea. They have a table and tea set. They're like up on top, the flat top of one of the geese parents watching the Graf Zeppelin fly over. I'm like. Okay, there's something to this whole colonial yeah. <laughs> nonsense that, uh, yeah, I'm going to go ahead. They had a certain style. Yeah, they did have a certain style. Um, Camping consisted of six rooms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah the, the whole idea that there's a camp bath brought along, the collapsible bath uh, while you're out there on safari. That's just perfect. Uh, anyways, um, you're going to be going to um, Cairo. And then to uh, Calcutta. I don't think I brought And then south <laughs> into the Indian Ocean. Where are you? Calcutta. Calcutta. Yes. Let's stock up on curry. And While you're there. In case we run out of hydrogen, we can use this to lift the Zeppelin. <laughs> and it is technically a Zeppelin because it is a rigid yeah. airship. Oh, Was it made in Germany? No, certainly not. <laughs> By the Zeppelin country? It's made from it's South America. In a remote days. Uh, oh my question for you mouse. is, do you have uh, one of those... Um, Compasses? No. Calculator? No. No. Uh, a... Um, Cravat. <laughs> 12 gauge browning. No, I, I, suspect, I suspect that you do have a cravat. Cufflinks. Hey, what are you no, looking for? I'm looking for a uh, Pocket device square. that a I can convert my uh, three-prong uh, power... Cord to a two prong. I'm sure that I do. Because I would really love to plug this computer in before it goes. It completely grabs out. Yes. He's looking for a two pronger. Since the, I'm often looking the, for a two pronger. Well, there we go. <laughs> and then we have to then we have to rate this game PG thirteen. <laughs> We haven't even gotten to the island yet. Who knows how bad it's going to get from there? I'm sure it'll be fine. What could go wrong? It's only an island filled with cannibals and monsters and possibly magnetic oh, distortion look, fields. Oh, and... Paris looking out the window no, no, of the airship. Got it. <laughs> what number is that? That's a picture of me in Paris looking out the window of the airship. With a monkey. Yes. You're with Paris. Oh my God. See, I based my character on an actual 1930s adventurer so that there'd be lots of pictures of her around going to be gay monster. I would very much like to um, have you send me that picture so I can give it to Ross and put it up as the as the picture for the scenario or escape for the chapter Escape from New York. If there's a picture of a woman looking out of a window of a Zeppelin with a monkey, I think we're I think that's exactly what we were looking for. She's actually looking out of an airplane window, but you can't tell from that picture. You're ruining everything. Just Photoshop a Zeppelin around that window. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Perfect. All right. 
Um, so, almost there. I will just say that uh, unless you guys want to, you know, the, the, the arrival in Cairo is to... Uh, Nobody leave. drive around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do yeah. not leave the airship. <laughs> Never get on the boat. Never got to remember. <laughs> say, as soon as somebody lets me, I'm the first one. Nobody wants to go explore under the pyramids. <laughs> oh, the... I'm anywhere on the ground. I, I hear that there's like secret chambers under the pyramids you guys are going to go out. I don't really remember. <laughs> We're trying <laughs> to get to I would love yes. to explore the pyramids, but I'm, I'm a biologist. Is there a cap on top of something evil? What? I would love to translate some cartoon. They put piles of pyramids on top of things to keep them from getting out. Yes. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, that would be the pulp answer. Why the pyramid? Well, it's clearly to keep whatever's from there from getting out. Yeah. That's how that works. Well, you guys find yourselves in Cairo. Do you not de-Zeppelin? De- Do you not... Uh, uh, well, we're... Uh, we probably are going to want to re-Zeppelin, de-Zeppelin, because you can't bathe on a Zeppelin, because they can't carry more than just a little bit of water. Yeah, well... You're allowed the, to have a damp washcloth every day. Yeah, yeah the, it, ze- the Zeppelin has plenty of water. The only problem is that it's all mixed with glycol alcohol, and it's ballast. I go to the saunas right. of Cairo. Well, I'm going to point out that the most craziest thing I learned about Cairo in the 1930s is that there's this thing at the only airfield in Cairo... Um, uh, which is probably where you'd be landing, is there's uh, Heliopolis. There's a city called Heliopolis outside of Cairo. Oh, the city of the dead? Sun. 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 It was, but it was Heliopolis. built by this crazy Something. Belgian baron who made his money in Cairo building the uh, streetcar line. Kevin? And uh, just a Coke something. He built this city called Heliopolis, which was designed to be oh, the European water. tourist water. destination. Ooh. Of Cairo. And the Heliopolis Grand Hotel was for a while Hosni Mubarak's presidential palace because the, the actual hotel went out of business. The Heliopolis Grand Hotel is the destination for the Heliopolis electric railroad line. That there was a line that went from the Cairo station and would go straight to Heliopolis on an electric line without any, you know, coal burning. So they could drive the train into the hotel. Wow. And you like would, you could, yeah, and yeah, you would get out and it would provide exactly this, what, what they described as a hygienic clear, experience I, of being I a tourist in, in Cairo. No, thank you. you I'm good on, the, good on the beer. Um, uh, but uh, So yes, you're probably at Heliopolis, which has, amongst other things in it, besides... Baths and um, shopping. It's this weird Disney, 1920s, 1930s Ooh, Disney. That's cool. Are right in the middle it? of, right outside of Cairo. Out. And yeah. uh, it even has, I shit you not, a, it has a roller coaster. There's a roller coaster. There's an amusement park called Luna Park. It's the first amusement park in Africa. <laughs> um, and the, apparently, and the coolest thing though, which uh, was destroyed in World War One, but should you guys decide you want to go see it, there's actually a haunted house. They had a haunted house they built. Ah, Donkey Shane. Just a little bit. Um, they had a haunted house at this Luna Park amusement park, and it got done in in World War One because they used it as a military hospital, and it was no longer sanitary after all the blood. And, you know, uh, after all the blood. Well, yeah. Yeah, uh, but it's probably more haunted, haunted now. Yeah. Damn it. 
<laughs> when I wrote that design document for you for uh, over at Flying Labs, yeah. when I found out that there was this giant amusement park city in the middle of Cairo in the 1930s. Oh, yeah. I remember Heliopolis, and I remember the battle zeppelins that were also over there. Yeah. So the idea that we could possibly have a gun battle on a roller coaster in Cairo <laughs> within a stone's throw of the pyramids, yeah, we're doing that. That's <laughs> there's no way that's not happening. So right now we get off the, down the Zeppelin <laughs> and head for that. Yeah. Anyways, you guys are probably like I said, probably the only airfield in Cairo at the time is at Heliopolis because again, only the richest of right. rich rich people have access to air transport. Um, so. Uh, you guys get a if you want to get off the zeppelin and do the do the all do the tourist thing that people have been doing for about three thousand years and go see the pyramids and all that kind of stuff. Well, you've already seen them from the air. What more could you ask for? Um, uh, there's no reason why you cannot do that. Feel free to go. I'm going to be doing some tests on the airship. Is There'll there, be a device that goes. My my time is valuable. Yeah, very. Is there any point in going to a museum, or is, are all of the is everything from this country being exported to other? No, museums? the the thing is that the uh, wait twenty years. There's yeah, a museum. Wait for it to come back. There's a weird thing where the royal family in Egypt at this time are these guys who are. Uh, they're Albanians. They imported a, 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 an okay. Islamic nobility from Europe, and uh, the. For, uh, the French are running their museum. There is a brilliant museum of antiquities uh, in, in Cairo at this time. It's just that so much of that is run by foreigners, uh, sort of hired as mercenaries by the uh, royals, the, the, the Khedive of Egypt. Does the amusement park have a menagerie? Why, yes, it does. Yay! There is a zoo, and there is apparently a giant park in the menagerie that was designed by the same guy who built, like, the Eiffel Tower. There's, it, it's bizarre, all this that's, amazing first-world shit in Cairo. <laughs> we're uh, filming it as we're coming in for a landing. Yes. Absolutely. All right. I too will be disappearing to some museum or antiquity to... There will be no, and there will be no end of that. And perhaps when you're done with that, you can go to Groupies, because apparently there's this... The most important social meeting place <laughs> in... In Cairo is a freaking ice cream Friday night. Is a is an ice cream and chocolatier place called Gropis because the Muslims don't drink, so they meet over Sundays to discuss how they're going to divvy up all the spoils of of the. You know what I mean? Well, they're they're doing all their dirty evil but business. They're not in a bar. They're in an ice cream shop. They're literally literally in an ice cream shop. That's awesome. The 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 this country doesn't drink. No. Everyone load up the Zeppelin. Well, don't worry. <laughs> don't worry. All the European watering holes have their booze. Don't worry. Shepherds. Uh, the hotels like Shepherds. Our hotel will In fact, uh, Shepherds still has the thing in 1930 where there's the men's bar, the gentleman's bar, and the women's bar. Where they are separate. Where it's this... It's, hey, don't give me that Well, that look. doesn't help. Uh. <laughs> Not some of us, but yes, they've still got that weirdly And the Turkish segregated... baths are where? Uh, in Turkey? In Turkey, probably. <laughs> oh, every You're hotel. The I'll wait outside for you. Uh, yes. <laughs> I walk up to people, explain who I am, and they look at me in blind like, what? And I'm well, like, they're, right, they're, that's it. Get back on the plane. They're, they're clearly, they're, these Arabs, uh, you know, with their, with their savage... Not, <laughs> they're savage not speaking any darn English problem. Um... <laughs> So, anyway, ta-da! Cairo is amazing. You leave after a couple days. So now we are. Let's see here. 
We have a ballroom on Zeppelin, don't we? Uh, no. <laughs> this is more of a scientific military style Zeppelin than a... I know, so we have a scientific room. military ballroom. I mean, what kind <laughs> of... This is like a submarine that flies. But you can't hang time. yourself on a rope and dangle. And the entire world is your ballroom. So you're talking about some place to dance or a room with little plastic balls? <laughs> like a ball pit. <laughs> like a ball like pit. Bit of both, actually. <laughs> what was the convention? There was a thing on the, that wandered by the internet about some convention oh, with the ball pit. Yeah. I'm sorry, we're canceling out the major our major guests that everyone came to see, and as a result, we're going to leave the ball pit open an extra hour to make up for it. The ball pit was a child's swimming pool about filled, the size of this table. Filled with balls. Filled with balls. What was the convention? What was, what was it? It was something it was, like... Uh, it was like a tumbler. It was a convention for tumblers. Oh, yes, that's right. I would just like to point out that I have not made... Any kind of comments about the words ball pit. <laughs> You've shown extraordinary restraint, I, I must say. I agree. Anything filled with balls, you should just know that I am restraining. <laughs> it takes you another no, two I'm days. Not sure okay. going there. So after we leave, we're going to leave Cairo. You leave Cairo, you go to fabulous Calcutta, which Bye, Cairo. I, will, I will say that Calcutta, by all accounts... Uh, smells far riper. That's the, the primary difference. Let's make it brief. Yeah. Uh, Calcutta is far riper uh, than uh, Cairo. It's also far more run by the British. The British are only marginally running Cairo these days. Whereas India remains the jewel and the crown. Um, and uh, your final preparations... Your final preparations for heading south into the uh, Indian Ocean uh, is going to be done here in Calcutta. Are there any last-minute things you would like to take care of here in what is a huge city where anything can be had for any price? We've got water. I refilled yeah. my whiskey. We've, we restocked the airship. Hard. Although you might have to deal with that weird scotch stuff that the British seem to be so fond of. Do we have a doctor with us? Do we have anybody who knows medicine? I found a I know medicine. Kick. My kid's name is Timmy. Timmy? Actually, his name is, is, is Timmy. You know, you know, uh, I was going to say that his I'm name is... I'm a veterinarian. Little. I was going to say his name is... pretty much the same principle. An animal's an animal. Should we hire a doctor? Let's hire... Just in case anybody gets ill. Dr. Bombay? <laughs> yes. Since we are, in fact, so magical. in Calcutta. <laughs> you know, perhaps we should hire Dr. Bombay, and it'll be that same British actor. Just Whose name is escaping you? Who the fuck Let's was Dr. Bombay? It's not Terry Thomas. It's another guy. It's uh, not Terry Thomas, but he's similar to Terry Oh, Thomas. I know. It seems like we should hire a doctor. Just, just throwing that out there. A doctor and some Gurkhas. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I'm not... definitely some Gurkhas. I'm not saying that the Gurkhas wouldn't... Bernard Fox. And not the pickles. Bernard the Fox. The ones with the swords. Not the Gherkins. <laughs> no, you don't want to hire Gherkins. They have a limited, limited use in an actual fight. But yes... Gurkha's relatively useful in any sort of fisticuffs incident. Yes, they're tall and have swords. No, they are not tall. They are... Compared to us, they're tall. They're attack hamsters. Gurkha's are tiny little guys who live at, like, what? Live their entire lives at 16,000 feet altitude. So when they come down here with the rest of us proles to sea level, they're like... Sure, I could run five marathons and yeah. you know, then build a log cabin and then fight a battle, whatever. Should we hire some Gurkhas? Seriously, I think it's a brilliant idea. 
As long as you get a doctor, yeah, They're that sounds military great. Force. What do we need the soldier? I am throwing in my support because I want to periodically be able to go attack my Gurkhas. <laughs> Since you didn't spend any money on fisticuffs. Well, honestly, if I'd had some Gurkhas in New York, that whole stuffing me in a trunk thing wouldn't have happened. <laughs> <laughs> You've. You have a point. I would add some like you know, groups going, where we want you get in the trunk? And I'm like, I want to cut you into gherkins. <laughs> how, how easy is it going to be to find gherkins who are like, I'm ready to leave my country and fly with you? Well, they are. Think about <laughs> gherkins are on the plus side. This is a culture that has grown up being mercenaries. Yeah. I mean, the whole Gurkha detachment. And, oh, that's right. They actually serve in the British military. Yes, and they serve as mercenaries, though, which yeah. means the British get them for half rate. Um, they fixed that. Now the, the British pay full rate for them. But there was a time where you got these guys to be able to kill the enemies of the Queen for 50% of the cost and 50% of the um, yeah, that seems fine. retirement. I know, so you're saying I can get yes. some Gurkhas on sale. You might. Let's go ahead and take they, a look they, at your character. Try your con against, against them. them. <laughs> Let's see what we Let me pull your character sheet out here and see what, it, uh, what skills we got. That might be I'm appropriate the for the subject of finding Gurkhas. Again, well, it's the 1930s, uh-huh. so we're just not really being offensive. We're just being practical. Oh, there's nothing, there's nothing offensive about wanting to hire Gurkhas. I wanted to, I'd want to hire them today. They're completely badass in every way they could possibly be badass. I've heard they guard the banks in Hong Kong. I wouldn't be surprised. They don't rob banks in Hong Kong. <laughs> I wouldn't. There's a, there's, a, there's a recent news story about some um, train in India, like in the last five years, gets stopped by bandits, and uh, the bandits are driven off by a single Gurkha soldier with a Kukri who ends up not killing anybody, but ends up stabbing and hacking like nine guys until they his buddies decide, fuck it, we're done. And they had guns. That's the thing that's even better. They start off, they have all the guns, he has a he has a piece of sharpened metal, and they're like, Well never mind, we don't care that much about Robbie the strain. We're just gonna go find somebody who can put stitches uh in us because we were hacked yes. to pieces by a crazed I Gurkha. think that if we're going to someplace called the Devil's Butthole, we should have some Gurkhas. Boca! Not <laughs> Kulo. I've made that clear. It is the Boca del Diablo, not the Kulo del Diablo. But Kulo del Diablo, guys. What was that? The butthole, the butthole del Diablo. Wow. See? Okay. Uh, tell you what, sir. You actually have a couple skills here that might be appropriate. First of all, there's Streetwise with the rating of five. Yes. Yes. Now, it so does. In Celt- is that on the three wise or street walking? It's street wise. I actually, want to see it drop some names down. Actually, <laughs> it's kind of surprising the skills so that this B-Count has. <laughs> sure. Now, uh, how's your languages there, Mr. Linguist? They are excellent. And do they include Hindustani? Um, or, um, pretty good. You know, I have not selected my... Point. Streetwise. Hey, we've got some streetwise. So they very well could. All right, well, let me actually get to go ahead. I'm a five. He's a six. We are streetwise. All right, you're wise of the street. All right, well, let me ask you. First of all, you need to select your languages, mm-hmm. and I don't suggest that you pick Hindustani, but I do suggest that you pick whatever appropriately ancient or dead languages you uh, would most like to have in your kitty of, of languages. <laughs> well, you can read it. I wouldn't suggest. I don't think anyone can speak it. But there is such thing as reading oh, Sanskrit. No, there's, no, there's a whole movie written in Esperanto. Oh, Esperanto. I was saying Sanskrit. Oh, yeah. well, yeah. He's dripped off that other dead language. 
Well, doesn't that movie, it's not a Shatner film. <laughs> yes, it is. Oh, dear God. How many languages do I get? Well, uh, do you have linguistics? Four. No. So just the one, right? If you took linguistics as a skill, you can select languages. No, I didn't. If you did not take linguistics as a skill, you don't get any languages. Apparently, okay. I did not either. Mr. Mr. Well, here's the good news. You guys are in Calcutta. So the good news guy. is the British have been here for almost 200 goddamn years. So the language of business is freaking English. And mm-hmm. it's well, yes. actually So it, it's turned out to be a marvelous benefit to modern Indians because there was only about 750 languages in the Indian subcontinent. And it makes it a lot easier for them to... But for how many years have the English been on the butthole of the devil? Uh, nobody's been on the butthole of the devil. Exactly. So we need someone that has some language skills. In case there is someone Your Gurkhas will have the English because they served. They generally have served in Her Majesty's service. So they will know things. They will understand commands like, kill, you know, or whatever. Something along those lines. Shoot him in the face. Yeah, so shoot him in the face. With, natives with our swords and guns. I will point <laughs> out, though, that the uh, one... Yeah, my favorite Gurkha story is North Africa, 1942, where they, <laughs> they don't have any... They don't have any airborne forces at their disposal, so the British go, oh, I know, let's just put this on some poor bloody colonials, and they take the Gurkha unit out, and they're like, Gentlemen, we have a mission for you, but we're going to ask for volunteers. How many of you Gurkhas would like to jump out of an airplane, uh, you know, 10,000 feet in the air, and kill some Germans? And about, like, one-third of the guys stepped forward. And the British officer went, hmm, well, that's disappointing. And then one of the uh, Gurkha sergeants comes up to the officer and goes, Oh, I'm sorry, says the British officer. I neglected to say you'll also have parachutes. And then the rest of the unit steps forward and volunteers. And I was like, okay, that's 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 hardcore. I'm gonna go ahead and give that a ten. It's like you know you might want to tell them about the parachutes. Oh the parachutes, yes, they're out there. Because only a third of them step forward before. Sure, we'll jump out of an airplane and kill Germans. I'm like, all right, you the third of you who step forward, you're my personal guard. (laughs) All right, let me just see here. Uh, let's go ahead and... Right, so give me a streetwise roll. Uh, you're working in English. You want to find some nefarious character who can put you in touch with um, soldiers of fortune. I'm going to ask my genius sidekick. Ooh, that's going to be awesome. Did, <laughs> so I, mention, did I mention that you're gullible? Yes, sir. I actually yes. have eight languages at my level. Excellent. I'm sure I know some communication skills here. Okay, so do you want, oh, do you want Nepalese? Because, again, the Gurkhas speak Nepalese. Yeah, I will take Nepalese. It's one of my languages. Convenient. (laughs) How convenient. (laughs) Do you speak that language? Yes, yes, I do. In fact, I'm just going to go ahead and say, you know, just for shits and grins, just leave it blank. As you encounter languages, you just keep adding them on because I'm going to go. That is the Pope way. That is the, that, thank you. It just happened to speak that language. You have actually defined the exact thing the way this game is supposed to work. That is the Pope way. You have eight languages. We're just going to, every time you run into another language, you're like, I totally speak that. (laughs) So... All right, which does leave the problem, of course. I mean, they speak English, but they're going to be really appreciative of you. Um, every time I hear about the Gurkhas when their officers learn five words of Nepalese, the Gurkhas are like, oh, yeah, you're cool. You're totally down with us. We like you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> At least that's the stories I've read. In the, you know. All right, Kenton, take over. Let's see how, my, how well you do. 
Scrounging up some Gurkhas. Four. Four successes. Four successes. All right, that's very good. Um, you uh, come uh, into contact with uh, British, um, uh, uh, a retired British uh, army major um, who's uh, got a wooden leg and a uh, uh, force and, and, and a shirt sleeve that's tucked into his shirt and an eye patch. And uh, He's clearly been around. Major Havelock says, oh, yes, I can totally put you in touch with some belly, belly jolly fellows who'll be more than happy to dice and slice anything you point them at. Good. Um, he then proceeds to extract uh, what you do not detect <laughs> with your gullibility as an yep. enormous, inordinate <laughs> amount of money. From that him. seems fair. Yeah, it exactly. <laughs> totally seems fair. Um, and uh, he puts you in touch with uh, uh, a, a pile, and by pile I mean, let's see here, six um, Gurkhas, um, who are formerly of Her Majesty's service, which means they're all older than most of you guys. They're all like 36, 38 years old. So, Ancient. Yes. Well, by Gurkha standards, yes. Uh, fellows who've uh, done their done their twenty for uh, the queen or the king in this case, and uh, have not uh, tired of slicing and dicing people for uh, money. They come kitted out uh, in what is essentially um, British army gear of the period. So what we're talking about is big nasty kukri knives, uh, shorts. For some reason, the, the Gurkhas are always in shorts. Not like the Sikhs are always in shorts, but they're they're shorted up. Um, you know, uh, 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 standard British gear, <laughs> here, Lee Enfield rifles, uh, uh, big nasty bayonets, Webley pistols. Um, so they uh, they come set up like that. Perhaps uh, perhaps uh, 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 Sergeant Billy Fish, and I will pull out the name Billy Fish because it's the name of the only. Uh, fictional Gurkha I'm aware of from the man who would be king uh, comes equipped with a Bren gun. So in case you've ever wanted to use the line, it's me Bren gun. We now have a Bren, Bren gun, gun available for that. It's for me that Bren day. gun. It's me Bren gun. For anyone out there in podcast land who saw, what was it, Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels? I introduced them to the Viscount. We also need a British medic. British oh, medic, right. That's true. We do need we do need somebody who looks like they might know their way around, their way around a surgery. <laughs> so I we had somebody. Human anatomy. Well that's the problem. The only person we have who's uh, who's who technically a Technically, has any? Right, so Paris has a physician. Uh, <laughs> uh, yes, Paris has a personal physician. Great. <laughs> <laughs> well, is that a promotion that you've become Paris's personal physician? Yeah, I'm just here to take care of the monkeys. <laughs> it's very important. But just monkey. Paris. The other monkeys can fuck off. I thought all the monkeys were named Paris. It makes it a lot simpler. They're all named Paris. How many monkeys are there? I don't know. I keep. Just trading. You them. lose them occasionally. They just wander. Oh, there is. Have you ever actually heard him use our names? <laughs> no. Are we all gem to him? <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
All right, let's go ahead to uh, randomly generate. There's JJ and <laughs> the other one. <laughs> you name me, I would hope. Dead you eye. Dead eye. There's Dead Eye and that guy who. I'm the game master, and I'm not here. No, no, that other one. Lefty. 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 The guy with Lefty. the hook. The guy with the hook. And JJ drove the car. Yes. Yes, he did. Rather well. Really in fact. I'm going to point out that it was a it was a really good it was a really good choice taking the um, Phantom Three because it has, it's like one of the few cars that has a big handling bonus, so it drives for a while. Packard handling bonus zero. Phantom Three handling bonus two. That made all the difference. Plus, it's called the Phantom. Yeah. Well, you did abandon that that lease. The bullet release just right out front of the fucking. The way we drove it, it was the Phantom Menace. <laughs> I'm, I'm presuming it was towed away by the New York City Police Department. I'm sure when I come back, it'll be all repaired. And it'll just probably be owned by somebody else by that everything point. Will, everything will be understood. Yes, all Plus, will be forgiven. We'll have treasure and exotic animals and. Ooh. Stories, and we've already done like five installments of Double Bladed Adventure Hour. Yes, on your way out, no doubt, uh, commenting on things like the <laughs> pyramids. Uh, the pyramids, perhaps the black hole of Calcutta, uh, which is in no way related to the whole butthole of the devil thing. Let's just leave that alone. Um, all right, let's see here. How about um, Dr. Chase? That sounds like a good name. He doesn't sound Indian. Dr. Carl <laughs> Chase. Would you prefer an Indian? We want British. You, British. Well, I don't know. I was thinking little glasses, big turban. Go ahead and give me a streetwise roll, please. All right, Dr. Chase, it is. Two. On that one. I do so, speak British, by the way. <laughs> I, I, have, I have noticed. So you might not be the best of doctors. Yes, I was going to say. <laughs> Dr. Chase, yes. You, you, you come up with a Dr. Carl, Carlton Chase. Is it really Dr. Chase, medicine woman? Man. I don't know. Medicine man, Dr. Carlton Chase, <laughs> medicine man. He looks like a woman. I'm, I'm embracing, you know, diversity. Dr. Dr. Chase uh, appears enthusiastic about the idea of leaving India. It's his first venture. Soon. I was gonna Very soon. soon. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, when was penicillin invented? Was penicillin invented? Yeah. Um, my understanding is that penicillin is really close to the beginning of World War Two. Twenty. I mean, it's a big 30. deal because the fucking Nazis don't have it, and the Allies do, yeah. and so our guys survive the infections, and their guys die. Syphilis. Well, it's on the black market for that. Um, there's a big deal about uh, the trade in penicillin in England. Um, during World War II, uh, because we're making it in the States by the bushel, but it's all going to, you know, military hospitals. But a fair amount of it is ending up um, in uh, the hands of organized crime, because organized crime runs the prostitution, and uh, prostitution's big problem, of course, has always been venereal disease. So I don't think penicillin's around now. I think in 1936 we're still stuck with sulfur. Sulfur drugs, mm. for, which uh, which I don't know anything about except for a friend of mine got loaded up with sulfur drugs because they got hit with MRSA, which was penicillin resistant. Mm. And sulfur is apparently miserable. It's all about nausea. It's all about um, you can taste the sulfur. You can tell you that yeah. rotten eggs becomes that that scent of rotten eggs has become part of your mm. whole life. It sucks. 
Um, but we have at least circles back to the devil's butt. Everything circles back to the I forget where I was going with this. Did you want to hit some of the, um, you know, apocryphies? I was going to say some of the um, cat houses I mean, in, 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 in Calcutta. I was thinking. I understand that, that extreme poverty is an incredible aphrodisiac if you're looking to, you know. I was thinking we should just bring some penicillin with us. Well, there is no such thing All this, right. in this time and place. As, I, as far as I am. And if I am, <laughs> I know, I, so, I'm, I'm all talking about how bad I am not. at chemistry in my okay. bio. <laughs> <laughs> and as far as and remember, as far as pissing uh, inside the tent or yeah, out, if anyone can correct the game master, please correct the game master. I'm very, I have no problem. With well, that. I just thought it'd be handy to have. Have a polio drugs. To be well, uh, uh, oh, polio if drugs. We, if we did, <laughs> we then the president wouldn't be in a wheelchair now, would he? <laughs> I don't follow politics. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. No, anyways. Mm. Yes, I'm, I'm presuming in the pulp world, uh, FDR has like rocket launchers built into that wheelchair. So you can just, when the Nazi rocket backpack troops arrive, you know, he just, exactly, he just completely optimus primes in his gun. He's the first transformer. Yeah. The right there. World, we just need drugs. Right there in the Rose Garden. Drugs that we inevitably do not have. Yeah. <laughs> if we could just get those drugs, the crisis will come, the crisis will pass. So, all right, you guys get loaded up with uh, Dr. Chase, Dr. Carlton Chase. Um... And uh, Billy Fish, uh, and uh, which again, I'll I'll come up with a better Gurkha name than that maybe in the future. But Billy that's the, Fish is a Gurkha. Well, when I when when uh, Dude, here's, that, have you ever seen the uh, yeah it is actually in um, that's that's the name of the Gurkha that they find in the Man Who Would Be King in Rudyard Kipling's The Man Who Would Be King. They our two adventurers cross into the land that no white man has been to since Alexander the Great, and the first thing they find is this Gurkha from an old expedition who's been living there. And All right. Like, and his name was Billy Fish, which was his nickname. Touche on literature. There you go. So that's the best I can offer. And I just wish I could remember the name of the actor who played Billy Fish because he's one of these Indian actors who's been in everything. And he still gets jobs. Ricardo Montalban? No, not that Indian. Carl, yes, your your head Gurkha is named uh, Khan Noonien Singh. <laughs> I thought our head Gurkha was named Ricardo Montalban. Well, it would be awesome if you hired. Sikhs. In which case, I you didn't hire a Sikh. You hired you hired Gurkhas. I want to hear about the Corinthian leather. Yes, he would be more than happy to tell you about it, or better yet, show you. Moving oh, right Corinthian along. Moving right along. Wasn't Ricardo the Zoro's nemesis? No, that was. Was it Don Ricardo? I, don't think I want to so. say Ricardo Montalban played the nemesis oh. of Zorro in some. I'm sure, possibly, there were a lot of Zoros. There are a lot of fucking Zoros. All right, so the last leg of your trip, leaving from Calcutta, is to basically head south off the end of the Indian subcontinent and find your ways. She has the map. Yes, she has the map. So. Well, I've given the map to him to pass on to the airship pilot. It's back to Hoboken. Mr. Jocko. 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 Hand it over to Jocko. Well, I have the original map, but Jocko has caught Airship. Hmm. All right. So, can Jocko read a map? Yes, he can. Fantastic. Now, the. uh, That's why you hired him. 
interesting thing about the map is that it is a star map. Because what? Well, it's, it's a map for navigation. For, oh yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a star map because apparently um, this area of the ocean is known as apparently is reputed to be very bad on compasses and uh, uh, finding magnetic sure, north. Sure. So. You guys head off into the depths of the Indian Ocean. No one's going to say anything about the fact that the airship is performed without any mishaps whatsoever. It's performed perfectly. You told us that's what it does. Dear God, we trust you. (laughs) (laughs) No force in heaven could strike down this ship. Oh, man. Fortunately, There's we're no going to someplace whose last name is El Diablo, <laughs> so we won't have to worry about any heavenly strikes. You know, it's thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. You've set that up perfectly. <laughs> um, all right. So uh, on the way down, uh, let me go ahead and uh, roll some dice here. Did we bring any goats? Why would you want a goat? The sacrifice to the Dark Lords. Oh, we'll find plenty of things on the island. So. What, what do you What do you think the cameraman? Well, uh, the script girl is for. Not so much the cameraman. You You can get. She can be the script girl. He can be the script girl. What? I like the script. Really, anybody can be a script. Girl. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's a pity roll. I just don't want to be. I just don't want to be All sacrificed. Right. Everybody. Again. Again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad this is a recurring issue. Alright, everybody, give me a perception roll. Alright, how do we do that? Perception is five. Is that five? No, no, it's five. So I have to roll five dice. <laughs> so, uh, why are you say, odds are evens. Yes. Wow, is that all your evens? Five. I had a one there. A one there? I got two five. odds. So five out of six. What? I got five. my three again. They're all ones. What did I five. Get? You got two. Uh, yeah, so your all success is five. Alright. Oh. Five, five four, three. three, two, one. All right. You get the highest. Like five and five? Mm-hmm. All right. Once We're again, the eggheads uh, sort this out first. I'm talking with, you know, Bunny. Bunny, well, I, I'm <laughs> horrified at what that conversation sounds like. Because it's... <laughs> I'm standing next to my gun. Conspicuously nearby. <laughs> it, 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 it may be a lot of monosyllables. First of all, it's not going to be monosyllabic. Hi. 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 Yeah. I'm pretty. You're pretty too. You're pretty. Yeah. <laughs> Aren't we pretty? <laughs> Isn't this a nice cabin? <laughs> Where's the mirror? Uh, there's a line from uh, There's a line from uh, uh, Born Yesterday where Judy Holiday says. So you're interested in a little action, or are you just gonna talk? <laughs> she says to William Holden, and he's like, "Uh, uh, uh we could talk first. <laughs> and the best part about Judy Holiday doing that character is that she got called in front of the House on American Activities Committee, <laughs> and she did the character. Yeah. She showed up at the House on the House on American Activities Committee in front of Roy Cohn and fucking and just asked, acted like the dumbest blonde in the world and 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 there was nothing they could do and they could not no matter what questions they penetrated they threw at her they could not penetrate the the, 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 the cloud of dumb that she <laughs> threw up until they just let her go which was just kind of <laughs> golf clap thank you yep. very much lady that's exactly the right way to handle it. Alright, so the eggheads. So the eggheads. Uh, notice that, um, my goodness, uh, do you notice a certain difference in the hum of the airship? 
There's this whole this talk about the airship not not having propellers, but uh, sort of a hum, I believe is what you described. I do speak a smattering of sonics. Yeah. And uh, both of you uh, feel that perhaps the airship is not humming at quite the same resonance. That's true. It has dropped a half a tone. We were just humming along, and now... Yes. Something else. So my question is, what are you going to do about the change in hum? Well, I'm going to ask Dr. Uh, uh, Two Pages Back... (laughs) Habit. I'm acting Habit. Dr. Habit <laughs> if this is uh, normal for the airship. Well, Doctor Doctor, you miss your position the engine don't by change, doctor. one success. Sure. Please go ahead and give me a roll based on, I believe, your craft of mechanics and your perception. I'm going to demand that someone do something about the hum. It is a bit talus hum. There, I've demonstrated leadership. Yes. Ten. Good job. All right. Um, my <coughs> God. You've just realized that the sonic resonance of the engines is completely out of calibration from what you originally said. It. Something must be done about this. The engines are losing power. Yes, they sound as if they are operating at, say, Humming. 80% of, 80% of their, their hum. appropriate hum. But in fact... The engines have dropped to maybe 10%. You're losing altitude, sir. 10% of the uh, appropriate hum? My just, God! Just just, just a minor problem. I'll uh, I'll just check on it and nip back in a moment. All right, go ahead and give me a roll on the Run! Just run out of there! No, this is nothing to worry about. I'll be right back. Everyone in the lounge, start humming. <laughs> the only way we're going to keep this craft aloft. You want a roll of what? Give me a roll on mechanics. Uh, your rating is 6. Six. Whoa! You dirty prick. All right. Um. All right. Cool. Fine. It's fine then. <laughs> Not quite the role you were looking for. Well, it's certainly. <laughs> oh. The hum is repaired. Aha! <laughs> Four. Four. <laughs> all right. Wait, did you just sabotage? No, no. He, he, <laughs> rolled, he rolled the wrong dice. Four is still good enough. You fix the problem. Now, more importantly, you realize that the problem The wax is... paper on the comb was a little bit off. Yes, exactly. Um, my goodness, this is certainly not the result of... Uh, this is certainly not the result of, of an accident uh, of, of the uh, uh, tuning forks being out of alignment. This is clearly an act of sabotage. <laughs> sabotage! sabotage! Hmm. Everyone, okay. next time. Sabotage! I drift back and get everybody well, into the just control room. Alright. Who's everybody? All speaking characters and Jocko. Alright, Jocko. <laughs> <Sorry. laughs> we left JJ with the cause. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I am sad to announce that someone has tampered with the airship engines. I don't How do you know? What? Because I have a PhD. <laughs> <laughs> well then. Because Technobabble, Technobabble, reverse oscillation, Technobabble, polarity, Technobabble. There was so, a dead where someone hit it with a wrench. So the, the hum was off? Yes. This um, was the worst hummer you've ever had. And if this had been uh, left to continue, we could have crashed. 
So the question is, who would have done this and why? And are they still on the ship? Dun, dun, dun! Well, certainly a quick uh, inventory of passengers reveals that you still have, you know, ten guys, uh, you know, whose names are Lefty and uh, Manny and Jocko. Throw them overboard. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. When did you become Captain Blood? (laughs) Oh, Wow. So while you are Why have they tried to stick matter, me in a trunk? <laughs> I'm going to do a complete thorough check of the ship. Okay, fair enough. Alright, scientist, help him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I I do have a toolkit you can carry. <laughs> well you you realize there's different types of science. It's not just, <laughs> not just science. Science. <laughs> I can help you if according the to Gilligan's Islander, there's only one type of scientist. Yeah, it also involves coconuts. <laughs> yes. <laughs> or bamboo. Yeah, you're you're completely got it under control. Alright, gunslingers to me, Gurkhas still to me, scientists <laughs> go help with the ship. Everyone else form a life raft <laughs> of an aerial variety. Or a human ladder to the Ra- ocean below. Perhaps by flapping. I don't know. I'm a leader. <coughs> this is how I lead. This is me leading. Fine. All right. You guys spend some time looking over the airship. Go ahead and give me, for those of you who are searching the airship, give me some perception rolls. How are our champagne stocks? Excellent. Do I need to roll for that? No. One. Three. Four. All right. None of you see any new problems. Look again. Um, <laughs> sounds like a very smart idea for you. Um, none of you actually see any, uh, although uh, you were actually confident enough to say, not only do I not see any problems, there are no problems. Now You'd hear it. The uh, first of all, yes, there'd be the whole humming problem. <laughs> but you didn't hear the first. Let's begin throwing people overboard until the problem stops. Who would you like to start with, Paris? <laughs> Not Paris. Oh come on! You saw that Nazi monkey in 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 Raiders of the Lost Ark. You know monkeys can't be relied on. I was thinking JJ. <laughs> After the good job he did evading the gangsters. Well, technically, he's still back in New York with the car. I have he's idea. not back in New York with the car. He's clearly cowering in his. Cabin. Oh, don't kill him then. He, yeah. Why? Here's the one group I think we can probably depend on: the Gherkins. Why not set them up as? <laughs> They're Gherkas, not Gherkins. Gherkins. Gherkins are pickles. <laughs> Those gentlemen we picked up in Calcutta. <laughs> Wait, why don't we which start gentlemen with... did we pick up in Calcutta? <laughs> why don't we have them guard the engines? So which guys aren't with us now? We should also probably start with Chase, because he's probably the one that's sabotaged everything. Chase, the suspicious doctor who's not Indian. Uh, you should uh, actually roll a perception. And has a very high salary. It's a white guy. And he has a very Automatically salary. suspect. Uh, not very good. Alright, then you don't notice anything. I have perception. <laughs> Everything's fine. Yeah. Everything's awesome. I figured Everything it was. Is awesome. I have perception. But it's his problem. Actually, it could be your problem, too. Is it erectile dysfunction? No. <laughs> <laughs> Has been for a couple of years, yes. <laughs> no, I think it could be We're your problem, too. So go ahead and give me a roll. I have five, so I'm going to roll a blue and a red. Yeah, go ahead. Very good. I got two. Okay. No problems. Um, yes, at some point, you're pouring yourself a martini, martini undoubtedly. 
And uh, you pull out your gin and um, your, uh, your, your, I don't know how you... Only communist drink vodka martinis. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, and I, I have to admit, I was shocked when somebody, I ordered a martini and somebody said, vodka or gin? And I'm like, if it was going to be a vodka martini, I'd fucking say vodka martini. You know what I mean? If it's a martini, if I say martini, I mean goddamn gin. We're... Who are you amateurs, and why are you ruining my drinking experience? I know. So, uh, <laughs> you are not shaking, and you're like, do I look like I'm five? <laughs> so, uh, you are drinking one of your, you know, patented breakfast uh, gins, breakfast breakfast martinis, um, where there's like an, a hard an boiled egg, has a hard boiled egg, a, egg, a hard-boiled egg instead of an olive. It's egg. raw, <laughs> but raw egg. It's just a raw egg whisked around with some gin. Um, and, and you couldn't help oh, but yeah. notice that you feel as if the elderberries in your uh, gin isn't gin made from elderberry? Uh, Juniperry uh, is perhaps not quite as strong as it should be. Uh, some investigators. I've been poisoned <laughs> with, with water. It would appear that somebody has poured out some of the gin in this bottle and replaced it with water. I've been poisoned. <laughs> would have gotten away with it too if it weren't for those meddling kids. <laughs> Does he say that out loud? Well, I know. If you share this information about your, you, you I share it. all information. Fair enough. Well, um, by God, I gotta check my well whiskey at this point. It's Scotch. Yes, uh, and in fact, it would appear that you, in fact, appear to be a little light in the whiskey department. Oh, damn, it is sabotage. Everyone, gather. Is this gonna go all like cane mutiny, where you're gonna <laughs> measure out the strawberries with the sand? And okay, <laughs> strawberries and sand. Okay, you didn't see the cane mutiny. Never mind. It's a very it's it's, it's it. it you it's again one of the many movies we're gonna have to make you watch right Don't after drink sand. Well, you can't, but you can measure it out in order to determine a conspiracy. <laughs> there is a conspiracy amongst the officers to deprive them of strawberries. Yeah, thank you, Humphrey Bogart. Oh my God, haven't seen the Cane Mutiny. Haven't seen um, Born Yesterday. Born. Your education will continue. Yesterday. You should check in with Rias, who will show you where all the awesome movies are, because she works at Scarecrow Video. Only the most awesome and amazing video store on Earth. And unofficially the sponsor of this entire episode. Yeah, <laughs> that's the way we're going to go ahead and just say, sponsored sure. by Scarecrow Video. Sure. So what do you think Epic Stores against China then? Thanks, Scarecrow. <laughs> the unwitting sponsor. They do carry a copy of uh, Mask of Fu Manchu. And that movie is like the inside of Dick Cheney's head. If you, it's, I bet it's, you Vince has it. What was that? I bet you Vince has that movie. He might. He might. There's a death ray. And, uh, it does, yeah. And Myrna Loy. I love Myrna Loy. Myrna she Loy. plays the daughter of Fu Manchu. She's the daughter of Fu Manchu. She played a lot of Asians earlier in her career. She, did, well, she has a, kind of that look too. Yeah. You racist. My favorite totally. part. My favorite part is the fact that you know that sort of pre. I actually owned the VHS copy of The Mask of Fu Manchu, so I had the edited version. 
that took out all the dirtiest, weirdest, and most racist shit out of the movie. And then I picked it up on, on DVD. Why are you now? And it put a lot in. Of wow. And then it put in all the. So the you've got. You do have. You have the edited version. Right. You actually have the oh. edited version of this. The unedited version okay. is even more entertaining because they just go overboard. Uh, the one on DVD is the one that actually has the line. Conquer and breed, kill the white man and take their women. Yeah. Which is just like, again, the inside of Dick Cheney's head. They also edit out a lot of Myrna Loy having the hero yeah. uh, tortured. Yeah. There's this whole sequence where she has the hero, Hank Hansen, who's, again, almost as smart as Sean's character, <laughs> um, beaten with bullwhips by giant, bald, buff black guys. Until he is appropriately disciplined for her boudoir. And again, it's pre-code. I mean, it's all this pre-code shit where, you know, we can't go there in 1933 or 34. That's not going to happen anymore. But before the Hayes Code shows up. Which movie is this? uh, It's Masks. They, They actually shorten the sequence where she has him flogged by strapping gentlemen. Uh, like, oh, wait, here it is on the back of the cover. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> but, uh, All right. Might spend some time alone with this later. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, it has some of the most amazing, ridiculous death traps and spiked walls and, right. you know, wacky, over-the-top. You mean that's not real? Hmm? You mean that's not real? I one can only hope. Well, it depends. It is real, but you usually have to pay premium dollars to get that sort of treatment in the real world. All right, moving along. It's gotten way too dirty in here. We need to get you guys over Boca del Diablo. And uh, that reminds me one other thing. You, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, said something about that you wanted to be near the radio. Yeah, my whole thing is I am constantly doing radio ch- and time checks. Okay. All right. Um, comparing my dirt, dirt reported time against my time piece here. Okay. Excellent. Fair Good enough. Uh, is there any time when you are not near the radio? Unless I was fixing the engine. Nope. I'm uh, unless, you're, the... unless you're sleeping or do you want to put your uh, cot in the Radio operator's room. I'll put my cot in. I do okay. catnaps. All right. You catnap in, in that room. All right. What is your perception roll, please? Seven. Do you want a number? Yeah, I just, need, I just need a seven. <laughs> oh. That's good. That's, That's the best roll of all. All right. Seven, seven, like seven, seven. Monkey scuttling across your face. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's a name. <laughs> it's one of the Paris's. <laughs> it's just Paris. It's like <laughs> Jesus. There's only one. But there's more monkeys just, here without names. Please roll me a perception roll. Let's all get monkeys. Four. <laughs> At some point, you wake up. Um. <laughs> Having had one of your cat naps in the radio room. And as soon as you start looking around and start taking a look at your uh, radio station, the first thing you uh, determine 
uh, is that somebody has tempered with the radio. Oh, dear. How will we the whole reason I'm here. It's like Phantom Empire all over again. What? Who's got a guitar? Let's sing. <laughs> Perhaps a song will help. Somebody has apparently tempered or you not so much tampered with, but perhaps used the radio. Huh. So it just got put back in a different way than I remember the thing. Yes. Right. You think that perhaps somebody has used the radio. Um, re- readjusted the... Uh, Sleep is the enemy of knowledge. <laughs> Something along those lines, yes. Hmm. I, ch- I ch- test the radio. I do one of my call-ins to make sure it still works. All right. It is still working. There's nothing wrong with the function. So there's an organization behind this. Nobody da da da. Dun 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 Okay, there you go. There you go. You feel better now that we get to the dun dun duns? I feel a lot better. So <laughs> someone has diluted our booze, tampered with our radio, and reset our sonic resonance. Someone's diluted our booze. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. As long as we, we understand what's important. <laughs> I mean, sonic resonance, I don't even know what that is, but booze, I understand. <laughs> that is the real enemy. <laughs> yeah, that is the problem. It's the booze. Anyways, we need to set a trap. Do we? With the booze? It's yeah. <laughs> how much? How much booze are we going to need for this trap? <laughs> Apparently, some alcoholic, suicidal alcoholic maniac has been tampering with the radio. I magic missile the darkness. So I disbelieve. That's always my favorite D and D quote. Was I disbelieve? Because yeah. I, haven't, I haven't heard that since high school. So I'm going to reassemble yet again our speaking group. <laughs> <laughs> you seem to be a player character. Come over here. You seem to be a player character. I trust character. all of you strangely more than Jocko, JJ, Gurkhas, Dr. Chase, can <laughs> Paris. We, can we uh, in some way check the booze to see if it's just been diluted? No, no, no. Forget about the booze. <laughs> <laughs> Forget about the booze. We have to. All right, go ahead and give me a... Um, I like where she was going. <laughs> go ahead and give me a... Uh, per- everyone give me a perception one. Just whatever dice on your perception. I'm just saying that if you're sleeping soundly nope. enough... Never mind. Four. Four? Can I get locked into this floor? Three. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was hoping. Zero. I believe you... What was it? Zero. Zero. You would... Excellent. Two. All right. Not much better. Four. One. Four. Three. All right. You are able Three. to solve the mystery of the booze. Ha! Ha! I have three. You drank it. <laughs> Doctor, Doctor Carlton Chase oh, has been into the booze. Oh. Over the side. Over the side. <laughs> <laughs> so how did I solve oh, that mystery? Well, it's well, simple. He just went to room for to room until you found Jeez. the guy who smells like the inside of a distillery. A case what? worthy of Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> Let's see. What kind of distillery? <laughs> well, perhaps a gin and scotch distillery at this point. Can I leave. Make him walk the plank. You're, you're going to have to lock your booze against Dr. Chase. All right. We're going to have to lock Dr. Chase, Chase against the booze. the booze. Well, doctor, it might be easier to just go with the Doctor thinks this is terribly unfair. <laughs> doctor Chase thinks this is terribly unfair. After all, you know... It, any any sort of cruise involves a should should, should 
Have a rum ration, don't you think? Don't you chase? You have two choices. One is you can take your booze ration and be happy. As in, like, you'll take what we give you. And two, we throw you over the side into the Indian Ocean. Which I personally prefer. He likes the yes. He likes the part where there's a booze ration and less plummeting. So Doctor Chase is also extremely valuable to us now. And Doctor Chase, yes, I'm hereafter going to refer to you as Doctor Chase, medicine woman. <laughs> no reason. <laughs> so no reason. now we have. An NPC who I don't think is in on this podcast. I'm pretty sure he's safe. Hello, wife. All mystery solved. <laughs> is it Dr. Chase, Medicine Woman? Yes. In fact, I do indeed have a second. Wait a second. Uh-oh. Why don't we just search no, everybody's possessions aboard the boat looking for... <laughs> what are we looking for? Things that might misalign the tuning forks in the engine room? Well, that would be a wrench. But, yes. Um, I'm thinking, like, if he made a radio call to an organization. He's All right. Got a code book Let me somewhere. ask these gentlemen something. How late can you guys go tonight? How much? When would you like to wrap this up for our first session? I, I can't go past six. All right. Six o'clock. We are going to be done here at six. What time is it? Five o'clock. Well, let's shoot some things. Well, we'll at least make passengers. And let's throw someone over the ship. Excellent. Agreed. I will be on my way home at six o'clock. Gurkhas? No, no, we're keeping the Gurkhas. How many Gurkhas do we have? I don't know, but we need them. We have six Gurkhas. Okay, now, I I think we should actually just search everybody's belongings. Yes. Put a guard on the bridge, and nobody answers the radio. And if any shooting needs to be done, I'll do it. Well, I was going to say the hypersonic... I've got a second hypersonic pistol I can loan you. Does the hypersonic pistol? You know what it does? It doesn't. It doesn't cause incendiary effects. Doesn't right. <laughs> No, there is it that. fires. Oh. it fires an amp- all the gurkhas. So fires magic pain bullets. bullets. <laughs> You're perfectly willing to stab me to death. I want to point that. Like all the gurkhas that aren't guarding me while I sleep can guard the bridge. That's so like what six like, gurkhas or what five or six are guarding? Five are guarding you while you sleep, and one guard. So they should be loaded. Four. You're very generous. Yeah, we'll put two gurkhas on bridge guard. They can alternate. All right. Right. One so guard. They're going to the crash the ship. <laughs> <laughs> they're just guarding they, they it. They're just, not flying. They don't it. have to fly it. You can just get this stick and you stick it in, and it stops. At, at no point are the gurkhas likely to just scream Kalima and just run at the. At the at the at Jocko and hack into death with a. Well, they could do that. They could, but they're um, perhaps, unlikely to. Perhaps one of the Gurkhas could watch the radio room as well. Perhaps. Uh, perhaps you no, no, just you said we could have two. So, do you want a hypersonic The one that's pistol? not on guard duty. It operates like a normal pistol. It does require reload. It doesn't have a radio room. All right, I only need two Gurkhas to guard me while I sleep. Can you stun people with it? No, he needs two with one that rotates. Doesn't look like it. Doesn't look like it. I like the thought of that. Not blowing up the ship. I just took one of the guns and just basically said, now you're hypersonic. <laughs> that would be exactly how weird science is supposed to work in this I would like to put one Gurkha on pterodactyl patrol. <laughs> would you now? Yes. <laughs> he where should where does pterodactyl patrol 
Begin and end. I'm he just, just curious. He just yeah, keeps a road. lookout for pterodactyls because we need to capture one so Paris can learn to ride it. No, there's pterodactyls versus zeppelins, and I don't want to be the first example. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I promise you at no point do I plan to reenact that awesome, failed, did-not-happen Hammer movie. Oh, my God, why didn't that happen in my lifetime? I don't Zeppelin know, but I have a short story I'm sounds writing. like Sci-Fi Channel. Well, our, <laughs> the Hammer guys made a poster. There is a poster that exists for Zeppelin versus Pterodactyl. Um, and they never got any farther than that. They just made it like this. That this. movie is number two reason why I became a producer. <laughs> number one, Sharknado. <laughs> number two, Pterodactyls versus Zeppelins. And I thought, I could do that. <laughs> so yeah, you're so Roger Corman. I, I want to be. Well, you've already, you've, already, you've already been featured in Creature from the Pink Lagoon, right? I'm sorry, starring. You eventually starred Vince Kovar, star of Creature from the Black Lagoon. And I was Pink on a Lagoon. podcast earlier this year, <coughs> which means I'm super famous. Yes, you are now internet famous. I've seen so Creature from the Black Lagoon. I'd want to be touching it. Right that was me. You can just point and go, and pull the trigger. You, will you seem quite delighted with this new information. Does it go boom? Do things come out of the mail? Well, it's not often that my watching local films Here, of just dubious turn this crank, distinction it'll go really pays boom. off. Yeah. Will and this time it does. It was dubious. All right. <laughs> it was of dubious We're going to search everybody's cabin looking for incriminating information. All right. Well, Don't look in mine. There's a gun it's very incriminating. It, it does just say right off the bat, incriminating. Yeah. There may be some tenotypes. We all look the other way. Continue <laughs> going. Wow. It's like looking at my phone. <laughs> There's some stuff there you just didn't want to see. Um, all right, there's a, you guys, uh, go ahead and, uh, take the option of searching, uh, the personal effects of various folks here in sure. the, um, uh, airship. Uh, at no point does anyone find, you know, a, anything amusing like a Nazi passport, uh, in anyone's, uh... I have a whistle and some binoculars. <laughs> what are we flying over? <laughs> Water. So there's nothing to shoot. Yes. What you're looking down on shot. is the Indian Ocean. You're, at this point, you are... Are we too far out for birds? Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. Let's this kill a whale. Whale sharks? Now, I am sure that if you guys want to get down to a couple hundred feet off the deck and find some sea life to murder. Why do you want to murder some sea life again? We just want to try out this supersonic pistol that he talked about. Oh, there, yes. Oh, yes, there is that. We want to see how this uh, sonic pistol works. We should test it. You point yes. it and you pull the trigger. It's not, it's not the world's most complicated to yeah, but if we did take away the New York Police Department. I would, I would like to point out that when you point the pistol at the water, it there is an effect as the hypersonic waves strike the uh, surf below your... Uh, oh, zone. okay, so it makes like a... Splat. There's a, a, there's, there's a disruption. As Just a, like there was a bullet. Right, a like rice on a speaker. Yeah, except it's like 38 times it's... more expensive. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, you should have no trouble selling that to the New York Department. So we can kill a guy with guns or we can kill a guy with sound. Very slowly. Uh, what's the part? How about that part where it's non-lethal? It'll, Sorry, can't help you. It'll pay for itself over 16 years. Don't worry about it. <laughs> wow. Will you work for Halliburton or something? So... Anyways, let's go ahead and give Jocko and the map a shot. Let's see here. 
As you guys are all zeros. Yeah, hypertonic pistols. You'll like it. Hypertonic. Now, I will point out that as you guys are cruising around over the South Indian Ocean, that is safe. Far enough south that, uh, at least as far as your navigation aids uh, put you, you are now literally south of where the continent of Africa is, the, the, the south of Cape Town, uh, over the Indian Ocean. So we're near Australia. No, you're near getting to the point where you are. Uh, you are now basically uh, perpendicular. So Antarctica. Antarctica is way to the east. I was reading a genius news article by this man named H.P. Lovecraft about his expedition to the mountains of the moon. How'd that work out? I'm... Wait a minute! H.P. Lovecraft didn't go to the mountains of the moon. It was... It was, uh... uh well... So Richard... Richard Burton. Well, yeah. Yeah, and speaks. All right, there were mountains of madness. That's oh. right. <laughs> well, that's where I want to go. Madness. So <laughs> I was thinking we could do that. Okay. Well, then let's, uh, you guys wander around for another day. And... Yeah, we really have the right equipment to go to the Antarctic. I'm kind yeah. of pissed off right about now. You're unhappy because you are hung up at, way up in the middle of the air and yeah. nothing is happening. I think we should there go in some more. The island of Lemuria. Did you? <laughs> well, it's a little speck. It's actually. You found it? it on your phone? French Southern <laughs> Antarctic lands. So, there's an island right there. That you guys end up wandering around there. in the uh, South Indian Ocean until uh, the first sign that you might be on the right track is that See, your radio there's an island begins right there. to fail. Mm-hmm. You start getting in more and more interference, more and more interference in the short wave and the long wave. Our broadcast Rangers. of the double-edged adventure hour aren't going our, through. Our, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. It's a disaster, but to be expected... It was not as if, as if you didn't expect this uh, to be. Thing. That was an Adam West delivery right there. It Thank was. <laughs> it was totally Adam West. Thank you. Uh, I can think of no higher compliment in the current genre than being uh, told. I'm going to start with my extremely slow Morse code system I've set up. Try and just get time through. It's all about time. Scott. All right. Yes, sir. What is that? It's Heard Island, which is the last outpost of Lemuria. According to Sean's phone. According to Sean's phone? Well, Sean's wrong because it doesn't say anything about the devil's butt. It does not say anything about the devil's butt. But there's a little tiny island right there. Oh, and it really is. Yes, well, that's a little far south for my preference because uh, we need to be closer to sort of perpendicular with... uh, The devil's rectum? No, more perpendicular (laughs) with um, the same latitude as, say, Cape Town. Oh, okay. You go Cape Town, you go east, you go west. So somewhere along the line down there. Yes. Yeah, Sean. Sorry. Somewhere. Jesus. Yeah. I can't be too specific. You want me to let it'll run into reality and then it'll crash and possibly <laughs> then we'll die. Possibly I... crash and, and capsize and I can't have that. Reality's never been a problem for anyone. To the moon. So the Nazis. Would anybody like to sort of join me in sort of like doing observational watches on the ship? Sure. Yeah, I would love to. The yeah, scientist I'm, happy to I'm that. searching for a skid halt <laughs> because I'm pretty sure we're gonna need that. Searching for what? Escape, Escape pods. pods. Oh, you mean you you mean parachutes? Oh, God, you're so pretty. <laughs> I think we should drill a hole in the wall of the radio room and spy. 
on an empty radio room. <laughs> if anyone comes in. And see if anyone comes slippering in. A lot the of is the wall made, made out of fabric? Really tough. No. <laughs> it's not exactly yeah. made of canvas. Not really, but we could just um, kind of creep outside the actual. Be. It's a lot, a lot of windows and just loiter. I retreat to my stateroom and practice my yoga. I do not want to loiter outside of the stateroom. That sounds. Sounds what dubious. Sounds what about dubious. if you're loitering outside in the fresh air? Would that sound better? Well, I will <laughs> point out that um, I will yes, point out that better. yes, uh, there is actually a fair amount of uh, fresh air taking on the dorsal surface of this airship because uh, to use the map left by a professor Whiteman, the uh, it is a uh, star map, and so it requires going out on the dorsal surface of the airship. Uh, through a hatch and standing in a little uh, sort of uh, widow's walk. Yeah, uh, and using a sextant to, in order to navigate right. the airship. <laughs> you said sextant. Can I uh, monitor the 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 bridge from there? I'm basically looking for a little hole far away where no one can see me and just watch it with binoculars. Well, no, uh, there's too much uh, gas bag between you. And the bridge. Bridges in the bottom, underside. Don't poke Ventral the gas service. bags. <laughs> yeah. Ventral service. You do not want yeah, you don't want to hold through the gas bags. That could lead to trouble. However, on your let's see what day is it? Do we have a floor plan for the airship? Yes. Nope. I thought we were doing helium. I will point out though that apparently it's hydrogen. Apparently it's hydrogen. That's why I brought a sword cane. A week out. From Calcutta. Hey, by the way, any time dilations? Any, any differences in time? Not yet. But, uh... <laughs> well, I did. Why did I bother with these lemos? Um, I will, however... That's yes. just normal science. 19, uh, sorry, 20, seven days out of Calcutta. You guys are a week out of Calcutta. When, uh, you, and, and some of the navigation involves... So it's like, spaghetti night. Trying to uh, steer the airship into the distortions of um, uh, the distortions of the radio. If the compass is being weird, you try and make sure you're in the area where it's weirdest. Um, one of the problems, of course, is, is that uh, 12 hours of the day, it's dark out, so that your uh, visual observations are sort of limited. But go ahead and everybody, give me a uh, perception roll. You too. Oh, there's a hunker down. I was going to say, do I get a negative on that? Yeah, I don't think you're doing anything. Except, uh, five. Five? Two. Three. Looks like. One. This, looks like this dirty bastard. One? Yeah. Wow. Um, are you even awake? Apparently, oh, it wasn't. You finally uh, are coffee. able to look out of uh, the airship during the daytime uh, while you're in an area where the compass is behaving strangely. It is not pointing true north. Uh, you're already starting to uh, you're, uh, receive a certain amount of radio interference. So there's a lot of uh, breakup in the signal. And um, you discover for the first time, yes, that the chronometer that you brought with you is not matching up with the chronometers as they are checked in from various stations like Sydney, uh, Bombay, Cape or Town. Cape Town. Oh. <laughs> So indeed, there does seem to be a slight difference. Now, perhaps it's merely a matter of your chronometer malfunction. (laughs) 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 Clearly not. That and stalking people are all I'm sitting my time on. (laughs) 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 Feel good it's working. So, um, 
You've actually managed to spot out of the airship uh, what appears to be a cloud bank uh, on the surface of the Indian Ocean. The Indian Ocean at the moment is looking particularly Mediterranean. There's a fog bank. Shh. <laughs> is it glowing? Shh. We um, can't tell. It's, it's daylight. Well, you know, if it was nighttime, sure you'd see it. Okay. But uh, at the moment, you cannot tell. However, you are able to see a fog bank. Uh, at sea level, um, maybe uh, 16 to 30 miles, 16 to 20 miles away from your current position. And it's one of the, you, you have your Eureka moment. Perhaps you should rename the airship. Yes. <laughs> the Oklahoma Excelsior Eureka. Eureka! The OE. <laughs> it's not mine. I don't know that. I respect property rights. The uh, I'm going to basically radio back. That I have confirmation of time dilation. Okay. And I don't think there's anybody else I care about talking about. Um, so I'll go to the control room and actually take over piloting from Jocko. Okay. And start piloting towards the bank. And when right. we get closer, I'll, I'll arise people from their beauty sleep to see okay. the island. Well, uh, the, th- the, uh, the effects of the compass on the compass become more and more pronounced uh, until it is just randomly pointing in various directions and then not even staying consistent in which direction. Sure. Um, what I know you, exactly what that is. Um, <laughs> clearly. And um, certainly the uh, as you close in, the interference uh, in the radio becomes more and more profound. What you are now looking down on top of is a uh, sort of uh, weirdly stationary fog bank. Let me go ahead and No! Well, wait a minute. Physics, that might help. Go ahead and give me a physics roll based on your physics rating. I have empathy. I have a physics rating of three. Okay, three successes. Um, What you think you're seeing here is not a fog. What you think you're seeing here is um, uh, steam rising from the ocean. Um, which is not what really what fog is. Um, yeah, of course. There's a much higher temperature than the rest of the area. Of course. Um, what you're looking at, what you think you're looking at, is possibly the steam uh, from a uh, an active caldera, uh, like a volcanic um, uh, underwater volcanic activity that is pushing lava. Uh, up from below uh, and having direct contact with the uh, ocean water. And so you've got this steam rising up. Um, it's actually quite a large bank of fog. It's very tall, uh, but it's not so tall that you can't fly above it. Do you, again, everyone else has been brought to the bridge to witness the... Yeah, once we're actually relatively close, I... I realize, Kevin, everyone. that you're... Less than likely to go up to the bridge and look. Go to the bridge to look. <laughs> <laughs> um, that so may... I also have a talent for directional sense. Yes, sir. Does my inner ear sort of freak out or anything in this area? Mm. Yeah, very good question. Hmm. I don't know how bodies work. I don't know physics. <laughs> Ask the veterinarian. So <laughs> directional sense? Yep. I think that's in the main book. Let me just go ahead and see if that talent... Just passed it. Straight. There you go. 
Um, quite the opposite. So as part, uh, rather than feeling like your directional sense is messing up, um, you're feeling like uh, that uh, now is the time uh, for you to, you know, you could make, if, if for instance, you knew some uh, navigation or survival, you have survival nope. skill. Uh, <laughs> I'm just checking. Um, that you, uh, I mean, you can tell e north, west, south, east, west in this situation. Um, uh, you um, have a distinct. A distinct I'm pretty sure the compass is wrong. Well, yes, you you know the compass is wrong. You know, you're gonna, <laughs> but that was easy because it's you know. But uh, yeah, so it's, it's it's turning like a propeller on 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 a Stuka dive bomber. Yeah, you're. You, you, you. That, that's not, that's not the trick. What you feel like, you, you, your reaction to this is that you do not feel out of, uh, you do not feel lost. You do not feel out of sorts. Um, some of the other members of the crew, you know, their reaction to this area of the ocean is that the sun feels like it's in the wrong part of the sky for this time of day, and that. Um, uh, the um, the sea looks wrong. If I may pull some, you know, old quotes about the Bermuda Triangle out. <laughs> um, but uh, that does not particularly seem to affect you. You feel like uh, you uh, you feel like you have both legs, both feet on the deck in this area. So, Mister Robert Docker, whoops. You didn't go to mad scientist school for four years to have people call you Mr. Uh, and people call you Dr. Woots after that accident, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's, uh, let's talk about uh, what you want to do now. Uh, we're going to keep getting closer and closer. How uh, low you want the altitude to be? Dangerously so. Dangerously so. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't give you a specific number, but I thought I'd give you the feel. Well, clearly dangerously. How else are we going to be able to see through the Exactly. Fog we're going to try and see through this fog. Don't worry. All right. It's completely safe, I am told. <laughs> so. Everything under control. <laughs> Everything is fine. All right. Uh, and, um... By the way, that's you're with up on the bridge? Me? I'm not on the bridge. He's the one guy who doesn't want to be on the bridge. Can you come to the bridge? <laughs> as long as I don't have to look over the side. I'm just, I've come up to the bridge. I'm just... I like just, you said, I'm standing by the back wall right now. That's fine. Yeah, just just, just make sure, feet, now man. that we're potentially near our target, let's make sure someone doesn't come around the corner with a gun. Right there it goes. Right there. No All right, sir. Um, I could not help but notice that your character does not actually have the skill pilot airship. A child could fly this. That's why we had Jocko. <laughs> Fair enough. Stand, standing to the Love, side. Right? While um, our airship more? pilot, uh, our, our, while, while Dr. Halbert uses, I think, his intelligence... As the means of flying the airship. So go ahead and give me an intelligence roll, please. I believe it's five. Five. Minus two, because you don't actually have any skill in the skill. Oh, negative one. (laughs) Ah. These dice explode at some point. (laughs) Wait a second. What? No, I can't think of how to use this talent. Um, Which talent is that? 
I'm sorry, the style points. Okay. I think the style point only gives me an extra die. So that's you can, not gonna do yes, that. you can either uh, yes, you can either get an extra die or you can change the result. Can know? I change my idea? Can I say you know? Don't don't worry about. Uh, Jocko should probably do this. If you want to give it over to Jocko to fly the airship, yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give you a hard time about I'm that. I'm gonna give it to Jocko. You just it, it, my take is that uh, because it's intelligence for pilot, you can roll three d six. You get three dice mm-hmm. to roll, uh, yeah. which is mm, not completely horrible, but can be. Mm, problematic. I'll give it to Jocko and hope that he's actually got a better skill. He actually does. Yes. And oh. he's rolling eight oh, dice. Master of geography. <laughs> eight dice instead of three. Yeah. Slightly better. Jocko, let me have the controls, you fool. <laughs> Jocko, swats you back. Get away! Get away! <laughs> You're ruining everything. <laughs> um, <laughs> the airship um, Oklahoma Excelsior yes. sweeps, Oklahoma sweeps, lo- <laughs> sweeps down into the um, uh, it sweeps down into the uh, uh, cloud. cloud bank and um, cloud bank, team bank. Yeah, well, we'll figure that one out. <laughs> um, and uh, at some point, the clouds. Uh, Part and you are uh, presented with an image of a uh, canopy of jungle. You see the tops of trees. You see green. Uh, you see um, uh, d- uh, sort of black, bony, dark uh, stone cliffs and rising summits. Um, what you're basically looking at is uh, you start off with an area where the, the there's a you come down relatively low, say two thousand feet, and um, uh, it's all just fog and it's all just mist at that point. Uh, that breaks open, and uh, you find that now you're you know, cruising, humming as it were, over this uh, green, lush, verdant uh, uh, terrain, um, which basically moves towards a central peak. There's kind of a... It moves up. There's like a, a central mountain in the middle of this thing, in the middle of this fog bank. Um, uh, beyond, out beyond the edge of the green, that is where the, so the mist or the fog is rising. Um, but over the actual land itself, um, there isn't that much fog. And it rises up to a certain level and sort of, you know, Covers up, sort of creating a, almost a dome of, of mist over this location. But what you're now seeing is um, uh, actual uh, cliffs, uh, uh, tops of jungle canopy uh, below you. Um, there, uh, there doesn't appear to be. I mean, there's um, doesn't appear to be anything. Uh, uh, immediately spectacular. Why doesn't everybody who's on the bridge give me some perception? And tell me how you do. Back to four. Three. One. Three. One. Four. Four. Two. Two. Okay. Um, Doctor, the thing that jumps out at you 
uh, as Did it. <laughs> is that um, shut them overboard? <laughs> you start to see things that look like um, uh, at first it looks like it's stone cliffs, stone outcroppings that are just pushing out through the tops of the canopy. But uh, what you realize that this stuff is is uh, just it, it's vine grown. Uh, you know, it's got trees growing out of it, but it's actually what you think you're seeing is tooled stone. Oh! Like the tops of um, what they call roof combs. Uh, <laughs> Mesoamerican. Um, you know what I mean by roof comb? Yeah. Everybody know what I mean yeah, by yeah. roof comb? Yeah. Roof combs were these things that the uh, Mesoamericans added to buildings to make them look taller. Um, you'd actually have maybe a two or three story building, and then on top of it would be this very thin structure that no one could move through. It wasn't able something you could move through. It wasn't like an extra floor. It was just something that was made to rise up and be as high as possible. Um, you see it in places like Tikal. And, um, there's now, some... now we're in my area of expertise. I'm rolling. All right. Yep. All right. Throw some archaeology at me, sir. My anthropology. Excellent. Anthropology. Ology. All of these. Five. Five. All right. Um... Well, you know, that's the funny thing, sir. Um, you're, you're looking down at this stuff, uh-huh. and you're seeing um, uh, archaeological uh, or, or, or architectural uh, signs that this stuff has sort of a Mesoamerican uh, feel to it, you know, out here in the Indian Ocean. Um, of course, it also has certain elements that strike you as uh, Babylonian. Babylonian. The in the Indian Ocean, clearly, clearly a mix of a mix of styles that perhaps doesn't quite make complete rational sense. It's like the world has gone topsy turvy. And it's like time is exactly. dilated. Um, beyond some of this this stone stuff that's sticking out through the canopy. And for it to be sticking out, sticking out through the canopy, it's going to have to be maybe the equivalent of three or four stories. Three or four? Yeah. Okay. You know, the canopy is going to be on a... Unlike, uh, say, uh, Amazonian canopy. Amazonian canopy is like, you know, four or five stories sometimes as high as... Um, uh, tropical islands uh, tend to be slightly smaller only because the um, the amount of uh, matter feeding uh, these jungles and stuff is just slightly lower. So you don't quite have as high a canopy on a jungle or you know an island environment. Um, so for this stuff to be sticking out, the stuff that you're seeing. Uh, oh, by the way, that one little thing over there that looks really. Well, it could be Easter Easter Island, but you know, generally speaking, the Easter Island uh, moas, yeah, they don't actually have beards. Well, they have the hats. All right. Well, I'm going to relate all this. All right. You're saying in incredible remember... detail with lots of erudite stuff that no one wants to hear. Okay. Fine. We're going um, on for minutes. All right. That's how we fill. Uh, that's how we fill screen time. I'm yes. recording it. All right. Um, it's sort of like a training montage, but it's a now as far as recording yes. goes. Um, I'm not sure how we're recording it. I know that we have wire recording, but what we're talking about is you've got whoever you're... Uh, well, you've got a 
Does the camera, the camera has sound. The camera has sound. There's a guy with sound. And surely sound. we're filming this as we're coming in because you're going to want You've got JJ behind the camera, finally, uh, doing his actual job as opposed to driving from gangsters. JJ is multifaceted. He's kind of limited. He's a man of many <laughs> like JJ always disappears with you. You don't know JJ's story, man. You can't talk for JJ. Uh, JJ and um, uh, let's call this. Uh, Mm, let's call it Ben. Your sound man will now be Ben Bloomfield. Ben Bloomfield. Dover? <laughs> no. Ben Dover. Mr. Bloomfield's got his microphone out and his headset, and he's recording. It's two separate systems. You don't actually have Because we're going to totally broadcast this on the Double-Edged Adventure Hour. Exactly. Sure, we can just switch back and forth between narrating the physical implications of this and the anthropological implications. Oh, yeah. Huge. Um, at some point, however, uh, you, uh, you know, being cruising around the sort of central peak that's in the middle of this island. The island is maybe, say... Eight miles across, maybe four miles wide, something like that. Um, and uh, yes, indeed, you are correct. Uh, you begin to see a clearing. Please, everyone, roll perception rolls for me as you begin to notice this clearing opening around this. Nice roll. Yeah. Four. Four. Three. 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 Seven. Two. Never roll Seven. Perception. Yeah. <laughs> Finally. Um, yes, there's a clearing. Wow, that's all I got. No, <laughs> no. Is that clearing he just mentioned? No, no, <laughs> there's no. A clearing. There it is. There the it is. Here's the problem with the clearing there, um, sir. Um, number one problem with the clearing. Pterodactyls. Uh, it appears to have a <laughs> geometric, it's, it's geometrically designed. It has angles in it. As oh, in, okay. it looks like a big square. So it's farmland. Okay. Yeah. So that's a great landing site. Yeah. Yep. Yes. Then there's, of course, there's those there's those Quonset huts that seem a bit odd. Um, so like you're going to be on point Quonset when we're huts? talking to these people who are living here. Yeah, of course. Yep. Yeah. Don't worry. Remember, I'm sky god. Two sky important god. words. Sky god. <laughs> Open a, fire. Yeah. There's there's a some Quonset huts. There appears to be some sort Labor of labor force. Well, you could. I mean, it seems ridiculous, but that sure seems like it looks like a radio tower over there. What the? Someone else has discovered oh. our island before us? Yes, no. probably Dr. Whiteman. And that, it's probably A, the Nazis. B, that's why they didn't want us to find this, because they already have a base here. So that's who sabotaged it. No, it's Bum. probably just Dr. Dr. Whiteman. He's been stranded. Here's his shipwreck. No, I don't think it's Dr. Oh. Whiteman. I think it's Nazis. Is Dr. Whiteman a Nazi? I can't remember. Dr. Yeah. Whiteman is not a Nazi. Are you sure? <laughs> the name like Whiteman? Yeah. Could have been Weissman <laughs> in the old country, you know. Why would they be doing a radio? Because blonde. our radio doesn't actually penetrate no. through here. Hey, I'm Alsace-Lorraine. It's, yeah. it's between. I wonder if someone was trying to radio out. Or the radio was only How local. Well, well, I wouldn't know that. Can we turn on our radio and start going through the frequencies to see if we hear anybody broadcasting? Okay. Uh, you begin uh, listening to the howling interference and static that's uh, coming through your radio. Um, the uh, As you're closing in on this... Uh, 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 cleared area. I, I kind of say out loud, do you think they've seen us yet? <laughs> <laughs> Unless they're looking up, we're not very loud. 
Yeah, you are sorry, indeed not you terribly have to loud. Be looking up. I should just also point out that the other things that do not work around this area are not just radio, but radar and sonar. And sonics. So, yeah. So the air hasn't been invented. <laughs> 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 I have nothing else. <laughs> nothing else. Don't tell me. Drink one. <laughs> <laughs> Could y'all just be able to stand on the side and say, get up. That's all. Get. Sonics right. work everywhere. We can hear ourselves talking right now. I agree. When we say Mo and Dave, it really works. <laughs> or Bunny. Maybe. Bunny. Bunny Brass. It's just like, oh, Bunny Brass. Bunny Brass. Um, well, uh, right about the time that uh, Kevin's asking this very important question, do you want? Do you think they've seen us by now? Artillery shells start fire. open fire from you'd above be, with you'd our be guns. Exactly correct. Artillery <laughs> shells. That is exactly the right. That is exactly the right <laughs> phrase. Artillery shells begin. You suddenly see down along amongst the trees and stuff. There are. Flashes of muzzles. I shout the words evasive action. <laughs> and I say, yep, I guess they had. Yep, I guess they had. Boom, boom, boom. Spinnerets are fascinating. Uh, flying <laughs> up at you from various spots in the jungle become uh, 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 tracer rounds. Climb, uh, swerve, uh, dodge. Take it up. Uh, 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 Flak rounds begin exploding around the airship. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what it would do. Or right? at least kind of fast moving forward. Um, the um, yeah, but if we get up above the cloud cover, they can't shoot at. I know that's, that's the problem. That's the part we're not we fast at. <laughs> oh. The airship yeah. begins yeah. being buffeted. You can hear uh, the sound of metal shrieking as pieces of shrapnel fly through oh, the airship. No, 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 no! <laughs> yes, 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 yes! Swerve! I go for a parachute. Why? Um, yes, there are parachutes. <laughs> How many times have you used the parachute? Return fire. <laughs> I've seen it in movies. I'm sure that if you there's roll, a cord that I pull. I'm Why sure are there five? That if you yeah, be <laughs> sure you just use your intelligence roll. I'm sure be, I'll be fine. You'll be able to figure out how to put the air. Sh- uh, Gurkhas, fire back! I think we have a better chance diving than we have climbing. All right. It would be far better for us to get on the ground that they can't shoot us and at least. Yeah, then they can the just ground. shoot us in person instead of shooting us. <laughs> we have Gurkhas. We've got Gurkhas. Gurkhas is a nice start. It's, All right. right. Yeah, that was a genius move, the Gurkhas. Okay. <laughs> Dive! Gurkhas, arm and yourselves. Is this some magical airship that can land without a ground crew of 50? And protect uh, yeah, your yes. leader. I would say... Just fine. It just doesn't I, take I, off again. I would like to point out that right. he can get it on the ground. Taking off again may be slightly problematic once there are trees in the gas bags. That's all I'm saying. We're going to go down fast. We will solve that issue later. Dangerously fast. Dangerously fast. Someone knows how to stitch. Oh, I'm sure that there's somebody on this group knows how to sew a gas bag. That'll be no problem at all. Bunny Branch might know how to sew. All right. Please. She only knows how to reap. The, um... The airship <laughs> begins to drop altitude in an attempt to put the uh, terrain features of the island between it and the anti-aircraft fire that is coming up from below. And this um, is why I didn't want to fly. Yeah, and your worst nightmare about flying is coming true. The airship continues to lose altitude. There is a sound of a, um, uh, a there is a sound of an explosion from a, a anti-aircraft round that is way too close. And by way too close, I mean actually inside the aircraft with you. 
Not like over there throwing some shrapnel in your direction, like inside the aircraft, and then it explodes, and shrapnel flies through the aircraft, piercing various uh, important things like, well, your cabins. The music room. The music room, and oh yeah, those gas bags things. Don't, don't oh, let it make you sad. Heads. They should have already killed My us. My Sumerian now. English <laughs> dictionary. <Terrible> <laughs> the airship begins to, you see the, you see the canvas, the, sorry, the, the canvas of the jungle coming up at you at a speed that you are not at all in any way, shape, or form comfortable with. Controlled landings. All right, let's see how bad this Keep noise is. Keep shouting things, I'm sure it will help. <laughs> I'm going to try to grab my backpack. I'm All right. Better outcome. Everybody. Roll better. Everybody gets to roll some dice now. Yay. What I want you to do is roll your defense. What are your character's defenses? Give me however many dice you've got. Sarcasm. What's sarcasm? That's kind of a defense. So six, so I'm going to need one more die. Uh, oh. This is a two-sided die. Not so great. Oh, not so great. One. Oh, not so great. Two. Two. Everybody, not so great. Not so great. Two, two, one, two, three. Three. All right. Gavin's leader. All right. Let me write this shit. We're all in very bad shape. Let me write this shit down. Do I have any way of getting to my backpack? Well, we'll have to figure that out yeah, probably starting next week because you guys have crashed into the jungle canopy and the airship is being torn limb from limb. As it we crash, like Don't worry. When it picks up next time, one defense? we'll yeah. have landed safely and the airship will have just been destroyed off screen. Right? <laughs> you rolled two defense or one Six. defense? Oh, I rolled a two. All right, you rolled two. You rolled a one. That's I rolled a radar two. from the moon. Okay, let's see here. Let's and Sean, you got two. two. And you got two? Two. I'm cushioned by Gurkhas. <laughs> a whopping three for And a whopping three for Kevin. The high score. The old guy gets three. All right. He's very um, tough. I've been thrown from bowls. I got to tell you that um, considering where we're at and we're 15 minutes away from, uh, or 15 minutes away from six o'clock, I think that the appropriate thing is to have a cliffhanger right here. Because All next right. week's chapter will undoubtedly be called Sky Raiders of Lemuria Chapter 2, The Lost Zeppelin. I think it's actually the week after oh, I've next, seen that. Isn't it? Yeah. Yes, exactly. That, I, my intention is to name every chapter after an existing film. So it's by fortnightly. By or by next week, you mean two weeks from now? I mean by two weeks from now. By the 28th. Fortnite. Yes. Once fortnightly. Okay. So you guys will have to return fortnightly to find out what happens once you crash the Zeppelin into Isla del Boca del Diablo. Yeah, I'll probably be the time after that because I'm going to be behind a booth at uh, Portland Comic Con. All right. Oh, you're going to Portland Comic Con. Cool. Should we all go there instead? <laughs> Maybe you know what's good for you. All right. We will figure out uh, when the next uh, meeting will get together, but we will leave you guys with uh, the current, uh, the current uh, cliffhanger. And hanger, 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 and